right, we're live with our 2020 annual, our anniversary special of the Fake Nerd Podcast. Four years, guys. We've been doing this for four years. Wow. Uh, not al- We haven't always missed a week, uh, always gotten every week, but we've been doing this pretty much nonstop for four years, which I think is pretty incredible. I didn't think this would last so long. I've never done anything for so long in my entire life. Uh, with me on on the celebration of our last four years and and our celebrate and, and our, our excitement on looking forward to what's coming next uh, is the whole crew. Everyone's here again as always. Uh, ben Magnet, hello. Sparks Witty, hi hi. And Ryan Eliopoulos and it, Astra. Astra. What's Astra's Doodle? last name? Astra Doodle Fife. Astra Fife. Sure. Um, For the audio listeners, Astra's a cat. <laughs> uh yeah this is this is going to go up afterwards on on the audio format so uh if you guys are confused going whatever um just let us know and we'll you know we'll have it. um but hopefully someone's gonna show gonna, hopefully some people are gonna show up for this live show because if you guys do and i'll say it before a little later you you, advertise we're going live at two o'clock yeah okay cool yeah i uh, i didn't see it it was on a, it was on a story yeah it was a countdown story um, so if you guys are going to, uh, if you guys want, you guys can join in the thing, but what we're going to do is what we always do is basically, you know, we, we look back a little bit and just, just kind of gab a bit about what we, about what we, uh, what we like about the show, what we like about each other, oh, and what we, what we, uh, uh, where we want to go with the show and things like that. Um, so, so we, uh, we're going to the moon. I don't know. I want to go to the moon. You said where we're going with this podcast. And I said, I want to go to the moon. Okay, you heard it here, guys. Next year, new goal. We're going to the moon. We're going to the moon. Calling Elon. Boots on the moon. <laughs> Boots on the moon. Uh, yeah, if Elon Musk can do it, uh, we can do it, right? That's how that works? Yes. Um, my my air conditioning is still out, so just so you guys know, I have a little air spritzer. Uh, it has a kind of a loud fan, so I apologize if I... Oh, give that is so yeah. I apologize if I give myself a little spritz to cool me down. To cool me down. No, but okay. I Ryan and I apologize that we sound like crap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> for, the, for this video and the past couple videos, we'll fix it soon. Whenever yeah. that mic gets here, baby, it'll yeah. get here. Yeah. We just—I uh, was editing uh, the one of the videos to go up soon, and we both heard ourselves, and we're like, "Oh, we sound like shit now." <laughs> Compared to our beautiful HD quality, yes. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the important thing is that you are understood. Never mind. <laughs> Went straight full uh, Bruce Almighty on this. On this <laughs> oh, okay. um, <laughs> that was Evan. No, yeah, Bruce Almighty. Evan Almighty. Yeah. It's the sequel. I mean, it was the character of Evan played by Steve Carell, but yeah, you, it's from Bruce Almighty. Did you guys like Evan Almighty? I never saw it. It's it's uh, it's acceptable at best. Yeah. I, found, I only saw the once in theaters, so that was like a decade ago. Uh, but I, I remember enjoying it. Like I don't think I wasted my time. It's not but also, I was young. Right. Bruce Almighty's a classic. Yeah, I will never misspell beautiful because of Bruce Almighty. What did you say, Ryan? Is it a classic or is it just a good movie? Because I would not call it a classic, just because oh. it's. I would call it a classic. I like that movie a lot. Okay. But if there's some contest, if 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 I'm fought on it, I won't. <laughs> yeah. I won't back up that claim. I will just say it, say it as a classic in my mind. Back American classic. <laughs> I'll file that one. No, that's a sacred title. That is a sacred title. 
Uh, only given to the mummy so far. I don't even know if I put it in like Jim Carrey's top classics. I like Bruce Almighty a lot. Yeah, but it's not my top five when I think of Jim Carrey movies. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, uh, normally, yeah, Bruce. Yeah, Bruce Almighty kind of goes off a lot more than a lot of his comedies. Sure. So. Hmm? Ben? Oh, no, I was going to say, because when you guys say Jim Carrey movies, I'm thinking like The Mask, Ace Ventura, and Bruce Almighty. Eventually, that, I think Bruce Almighty will come as like, oh, yeah, 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 uh, Bruce Almighty, that one, that one. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's up there, but it's not like up there, up there. Like for me, The Mask is my favorite Jim Carrey movie of all time. I love that movie. That's a good one. Uh, mine's Liar, Liar. Oh, that's a good one, too. Hey, that's, that's, classic. that's classic. That's classic. Yeah. Yes. Okay, that, that is a classic, yes. Um, like I said, the Bruce Almighty is a classic line is not something I'm willing to back up. I just yeah. said it. Not the hill you're going to die on this week. No, <laughs> absolutely not. Definitely not this anniversary episode. He's not going to die on that hill. Um, okay, so what, we, what we've normally done for these, uh, for these uh, anniversary episodes is we've we generally do a round robin of things that we didn't get to discuss uh, in our la- in our last couple of years. However, we just did a round robin, so we yeah. felt it wasn't quite necessary to do that to repeat that. Can I, can I just interrupt and say, like, this is super bittersweet because this is, is the first anniversary where we're not in the same room. True. That's true. Uh, Even yeah. when I was living in Monterey, the anniversaries we were always in the same room. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you wow. This is. I crappy. remember. Sparks would Sparks would make the trip down from Monterey to Southern California, so all four of us could be together in one single room, and then he just hightail it back. Yeah, that was fun. I remember <laughs> that. Megan hated it. Oh, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it. There were yeah. there were some nights I was in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there believe me. There. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. There was a time I do not remember what we recorded, but we had to record two things. In fact, I'm pretty sure. This was Incredibles 2 was the second thing we were recording. Mm. And I had to leave because we were already running so late. And I had to leave midway through the Incredibles 2 review because I was my phone was blown up because Megan was mad. <laughs> because she needed to be back for work the next morning. And it was like 2 a.m. by the time I got to her at her dad's, which was yeah. in Pomona. Yeah. And then uh, we got back to Monterey at 6.30. Ooh. So, no, but, like, think about that. 2 a.m. to 6.30 a.m. Somebody did some speeding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not supposed to be that fast. And journey. even Megan, because she slept in the car, she woke up and she's like, how did you get us here so fast? And I'm like, you don't want to know. <laughs> <laughs> that six hours turned into a four-hour four real fast. Real fast. Yeah, yeah that, that, that is... that. Oh, man, that's what happened when I was driving with my... So, you know, so um, there was some family drama that happened. I won't get into it on the show, but I talked to you guys about it. Um, so this will make slightly more sense to you guys than to the sense of the audience. But uh, when I was driving down from Monterey uh, to to L.A. with my brother in the car, uh, this was after, you know, our family drama. Uh, we I booked it. I was not I was like, I need to make sure that I am not in this car as long. I need to make sure that the time of this car is significantly decreased. We didn't stop. I, I whole tank of gas gone by the yeah. time I got home because I was like, I'm not. I'm nope. Man, you didn't even pick up the cheapest gas in the state on the nope. midway there. Dang. No. But uh, but Um. Yeah. So yeah, Sparks. Sparks. That's absolutely correct. Like we we. This sucks. 
Yeah, this is not this is not my favorite anniversary of ours. Probably it won't. Yeah. It, I don't know that it'll hold that way in history. Hey, spoiler alert! This is my uh, least favorite year too overall. <laughs> a lot, a lot, of, shit, lot sure. of shit going on. For sure, we're ha- half happens to be in our anniversary. We're halfway oh. through this decade. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this year, this year, what we decided to do um, is a kind of a questionnaire uh, about our, about each other. Um, we, we are going to ask ourselves kind of these, these questions and you guys pick what the right answer is. Riddle uh, this. Uh, basically that's what we're, that's what we're doing. Um, so do we want to, do we want to just get right into it and start and just like. Sure. 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 Yeah. We're very right, musical today. We're, we're not, we're happy. We're having an anniversary. We're just not as motivated about the format. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're having a good time. We're just chilling, talking yeah. to our friends. Yeah. The, th- the thing about the the thing that I always say about the anniversary specials is it's just you know it's just a ch- chance to just hang out with no sh- with no real structure. Yeah, just just a time for all four of us to sit down and shoot the shit. Yeah, I think I think last year, if I'm remembering correctly, last year's anniversary video was the first video we recorded where all four of us were in the same space because we've been doing fake nerds watch before that, but I think the anniversary special was the first video we did together as a podcast mm-hmm. because we like had just started youtube two months before oh yeah maybe i'm sure that's right because because yeah because we did the hops pops video in there when we started some new videos in there and it was a month a couple months after that that was a while after that yeah 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 um okay so who wants to go first with their with their first question first uh may i suggest that uh we do you know like Whoever starts does one, then we go to the next person rather than one person doing all four. I thought that's where we were going. Yeah, yeah. That. yeah I had I had assumed cool. that as well. Cool. Uh, okay, so who wants to go with the first question? I'll go because I got my book open. Go for it. All right. Hey guys, I'm not peeking. You guys know I didn't I didn't write, uh, circle the answers either, so you'll get with that. You guys know <laughs> I like entertainment, uh, but when I was a young lad, I didn't know what the word entertainment was. So hey guys. What was my first entertainment love? Was it the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Was it Pokemon? Was it VeggieTales? Or was it Carmen Sandiego? Ooh. Ooh, damn. Damn. Because I've never talked about really much. I mean, you guys know I like Pokemon now, but I've never really talked about any of these. So I'm just curious uh, what do you think my first love was. I'm going to go with Carmen Sandiego. I was I was gonna go to Carmen San Diego too because it's either Carmen San Diego or I I feel like VeggieTales is the curveball, but I feel like it could be the right curveball, the religious curveball. That's what I'm thinking. He grew up I, in a religious household. I, I don't I don't know. I, mean, I tried to make it hard because I'll say these are all things that I did like, but what was the one that was like that I went hard in like I do now when I was young? What was Ooh. the first? Ooh. Your first your first fandom. What was my merch? What was the first merch? Ooh. Oh. Well, oh, I changed my answer. Yeah, uh, probably VeggieTales. It has merch, but I don't think that's what you went hard in on. I think you liked it, but I don't think you went hard in on Carmen San Diego. That's a little different. Um, yeah, I, I think, think Carmen San Diego even have merch. I could have had a hat. <laughs> <laughs> Hold up. Carmen San Diego even not had a, merch in the early 90s? Not a hat that says Carmen San Diego. A big yellow Carmen San Diego hat just like hers. <laughs> Is it red? It's red. red. Yeah. Seriously, because all I remember of Carmen San Diego having was just the game I played at the computer lab in my elementary school and the TV show that was on some random, I think it was like uh, UPN 13 or something, just some hey. random backwater yeah. TV channel. And it was like, here's the adventures of Carmen yeah. San Diego, and then nothing else. 
Birds of Prey. I watched Cubics oh. on UPN. Birds of Prey was on UPN. Oh. My brother used to watch. It was originally on that, but it was definitely re-airing on it. I got Star, Trek, uh, Star Trek, Star Trek uh, Enterprise was on UPN. I'm gonna yeah. say, I'm gonna say. Ben, say something. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna go with Veg Tales. That's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I'm gonna say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You're all wrong. It was Pokemon. Oh, that was Pokemon. That I was the obvious answer. Damn so it. You guys, I had so many cards. I brought my Game Boy everywhere I went. I we I went to a daycare center where every kid in the daycare center had a Game Boy, and we all traded Pokemon and played Pokemon together every day together. Oh, uh, wow. It was a revelation when I was like seven. Oh my god. That's man. Man. Yeah. But it was yeah, it's Pokemon. Oh, because ah. Uh, Commentating really threw me for a while. I, I, I thought like, it was damn. funny. Yeah, it was funny. That's a good one. Yeah. That was a very good one. Yeah. I love uh, Pokemon. It's kind of gone down before, and like it, but... before you brought up like going hard and going for merch, it, it was I just like my, that, my yeah. first uh, entertainment attachment. And I'm like, that could easily be Carbon City. Yeah. I should know. I, I should totally that. see that. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Oh, so that, that was a good one, Ryan. That was a really good one. Do we yeah. want to go to Ben next or Sparks next? Sure, Ben. All right. Okay. Sure. So as Ryan was saying, I was also with mine, I was trying to, I, I threw some nerdy ones, but also I threw in some life ones as well. Some, uh, things about my, about my life. Like this, like, uh, this, my first question is what three countries did I visit in one single vacation? Are they China, Korea, and the Philippines, mm. Singapore, Malaysia, and Thailand, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, and Brazil, or Peru, Chile, and Argentina? I think Costa, it's C. Costa Rica, Nicaragua, and, and Brazil. Brazil. Wait, Brazil, yeah, right? Yeah. C. I yeah. think it's C. All right, you think yeah, it's I C? think it's C. You think it's C? What about yeah. you, Sparks? Can you, can you run through them again? Yeah, I know. It's a whole lot. I apologize. So the, the, first, the first option, option A, China, Korea, and the Philippines. Okay. Option B is Singapore, Malaysia, and Thailand. Uh-huh. Option C is Costa Rica, Nicaragua, and Brazil. Get the accents on that one. Thank you. And uh, option D is Peru, Chile, and Argentina. Uh-huh. I want to say it's C. I think I've heard him say something about one of those countries. I think, but, I, but it's a lot. I'm going to go with D. Oh, okay. Okay, so, so Ryan and I have C. Sparks mm -hmm. has D. I've always got the D, baby. <laughs> okay so is, is that your final answers are you all locked in locked in yeah you're all wrong the answer was b singapore malaysia and thailand no, that was my second. That was you my have second. never talked singapore? about that i thought i did when we were talking about pirates of caribbean okay so you have only uh, ever talked about brazil to me okay all right so full so background on that my dad worked with an ncis agent yeah, they're actually real. It's not just a TV show. And we became fast friends, uh, family friends. Like, we were, they used to live in Anaheim, and then he was being uh, moved from the Anaheim office to the Singapore office. My mom, and they, and well, because my mom was, like, very, like, because, she, she, you know, she grew up in Montana. She wanted my brother and I to visit the world. So we went to visit them in Singapore, and then that whole entire trip, we planned this trip to go to Malaysia, so we explored Malaysia a little bit. And then we went to Phuket, Thailand, where I got to ride on top of an elephant. Nice. So I got to go to Singapore, Legend, Thailand. However, 
I kind of threw you off a little bit with Costa Rica and Nicaragua because when I visited Costa Rica and Nicaragua, I have been to those countries. The only countries I've never actually been to, like, because I've been to the airport in Seoul, I've never been to China, the Philippines, Chile, Peru, or Argentina. Hmm. However, Costa Rica, Nicaragua, and Brazil, I have been, but I did not go to them in one vacation. Costa Rica and All Nicaragua, right. I have, but not. But Brazil was just a straight shot to Brazil. That's awesome. All right. I want to yeah. visit up. But yeah, uh, Thailand, I got to go to James Bond Island in uh, Thailand where they filmed Man with a Golden Gun. You know that island, that uh, single island? I got to go there. Uh, I ate off a banana leaf in uh, one, at a restaurant in Malaysia. And I also had breakfast with the orangutan at the Singapore Zoo, which is a cageless zoo. They didn't have cages around um, their animals. It's just like a really long moat, and they're just free roaming in their uh, exhibits. Oh, that's cool. Okay. That's yeah, cool. it was... I would love to go back. I would love to go back to... Uh, to Southeast Asia, and also swimming in the South China Sea was rad. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Jelly. I've only been to Mexico. I've been to Mexico too. Yeah. I've been nowhere. I've been up to a lot of countries. <laughs> I've uh, been to a lot of countries and a lot of states. I've been to a lot of states. That's about it. Yeah, yeah I've been to I've been to New York. I've been to mm-hmm. Florida. Mm-hmm. I've been to Oregon and Arizona, Nevada. Oh, you got me there. I've never been to Oregon. That's it, though. Oh, Hawaii. I've been to Hawaii. Oh, there, yeah. Oh, God, Hawaii is so gorgeous. I right. forgot Hawaii was a state. Sorry, Hawaii. I've been to Texas, so... <laughs> <laughs> oh, you win, Ryan. <laughs> Has anyone been to Kansas? No. No. Yeah, it's boring. Kansas is boring. Awesome. I'm, I'm going to tell them you said that. I love you, Kansas, but you're kind of boring. You said that. Oh, actually, you want to know what state's more boring than Kansas? Ohio? Wyoming. Wyoming? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it's Alaska. Hey, at least Alaska has natural beauty, whereas Wyoming is just flat plains land. There's nothing in Wyoming. I mean, you can say that about parts of Alaska, but considering Mm -hmm. I know Pi and he lives in Alaska, and spent time in Alaska, I think it might be Alaska. (laughs) It might be Alaska. Anybody from any of these states, we're very sorry. Yeah, days of night. A, a decent chunk of time, it's it's either dark. Oh yeah. Right, or it's freezing and it's white. <laughs> Certain All areas right. are beautiful. Yeah. yeah. All right, I will I, I will go next. I would like yeah. to visit Alaska someday. That'd be pretty cool. Okay, I saw Call of the Wild. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Uh, this is a this is a trick question, uh, so you guys might not get this one. Uh, what is my favorite franchise? Remember, franchise: Stargate, Star Trek, Star Wars, or Battlestar Galactica. Battlestar Galactica. No, that's his favorite show. He wants favorite franchise. Well, I was gonna see. He said trick question because I was gonna think Star Trek, but he likes. See, here's the thing. Let me write it down. The quality barrier of the Battlestar Galactica one show is that entire show is incredible, right? But there's uh-huh. a lot of bad Star Trek shows. Or there's some bad Star Trek shows now compared to you, the, the ratio. You know what I mean? Good to bad? Yeah. It's probably Star Trek, but I'm going to go Battlestar Galactica because he said trick question. Yeah. Mm. I want to say Battlestar Galactica too, but he said no, it. You stick to your, your face guns. I'm going to mm. say Stargate. It's probably Stargate. You know what? It probably is Stargate. Final answer. Stars. Final answer. I like, I like 
Brandon, I like how you put stars in all of them, though. They're all stars. Uh, final answers? Uh, Stargate. Um, it's Stargate. Yeah. It's Stargate. Ah! We got yeah, one! Baby! Yeah. Sparks, I, uh, Sparks virtual high five! No, you're right. I don't talk about Stargate, which is why I thought you guys wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't get this, because I don't talk about it a lot. But it is, in fact, my favorite franchise. I love every episode of both of all three of those shows. Mm. Uh, I've even come to love universe cause I didn't when it first aired Atlantis is incredible. I really love star Trek, but Ryan's right. There's a lot of bad star Trek, right? This is, I've known you long enough to know how you feel about Stargate, even the small amounts you talk about it. Yeah. So I was like, no, no, it's Stargate. Cause Battlestar Galactica isn't franchise enough. Yeah. No. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, if you, it's only like franchise if you include the original series and Caprica and Blood and Chrome and sure, sure. But I mean, like that's I wouldn't call that like franchise. I just call that like a show with some spinoffs. Right, <laughs> right. And Battlestar Galactica is my favorite show. Like Ryan's absolutely right about that. Battlestar Galactica is my favorite show, but it's not a franchise to me because right. most I don't like that whole franchise. I just like that show. Right, makes sense. Uh, so yeah Solid. it's stargate i love stargate stargate's incredible all right i'm really interested on this one so i'll go oh, oh, oh no oh right. no no just i don't want the the cat's mess with the cords i don't want it yeah she's out of control all right what was the first single issue comic i purchased was it ultimate mm. spider-man number one the new 52 justice league number one Scooby-Doo, Where Are You, number 24, or Sonic the Hedgehog, number 50? Can, what what year is the publishing... What's the publishing year of Scooby-Doo? I don't know. Okay. So the new 52 is 2011, so that yeah. justice would have been the end of 2011. Um, I no, know but he, he, bought, he bought all the first issues of Marvel now before, before that, so it can't be Justice League. Yeah, I was going to say, because we were just talking about how he's read some of that Justice League before, you so it's what? not... The, because Sparks um, is also like me. He's also a huge Sonic fan. I'm going to go bet it's Sonic the Hedgehog number 50 because that came out in 1995. I think it's, yeah, I think it's Scooby or Sonic. And I know you I know you well enough to know that you didn't get any of the Ultimate titles and single issues. I'm going to say Sonic 50. I'm going to say Scooby-Doo. I had, I, man, I can't believe, I actually just had to, Just to play with it, I'm going to say Scooby-Doo. I'm going to go with Sonic the Hedgehog 50. Yeah? Yeah? It's Ultimate Spider-Man number one. What? Oh, damn it. Damn it. Wow. I was, I was in Monterey uh, when the comic store used to be in the tin cannery and not in the second location, but the first location in the tin cannery. Uh-huh. And uh, uh, we went there because we were going to like eat or something around there and we wandered into the comic store and it just so happened that that was the week Ultimate Spider-Man number one had come out. In the year 2000? Interesting. It just so happened that was the week. And uh, my parents, my mom was like, uh, oh, are you interested in getting anything? And it was a Spider-Man number one issue just sitting there. And I'm like, sure. And that's why I started collecting the Ultimate Comics in trade. Because I read that one issue. Now, unfortunately, I have no idea where that issue is. Because that's, that's, that's a lot of money now. A lot of yeah. cheddar. This this was uh, this was when I still lived in Morgan Hill, so this was us just visiting Monterey on like a weekend, and I happened to wander into that comic store on the week that that came out. So yeah, there you go. yeah, I I knew it couldn't have been Sonic because he would he 
you and I were the same age. I mean, all of us are, but like still, uh, like you wouldn't have bought anything with your own money when you were five. Well, no, but he did, he could have still bought Sonic Fifty at a stand when he was ten or fifteen years old. Right. No, like, that's, true. that's true. That's true. Yeah. There's yeah. there there was no it was not necessary for it to have been something that my could, first comic was a a, a um a Deadly Hands of Kung Fu Shing Chi comic from the seventies. So like it I wasn't born in the seventies. But mm-hmm. I, I put the Justice League New Fifty Two on there because that was really that was the one I thought would throw people off throw Brandon off because that was when I really started like regularly trying to buy stuff at the comic store. Did Marvel now Marvel now was Marvel now was before the New Fifty Two, right? I'm not sure. No, it's after. Yeah, it's, I thought it's, it's like, it's like one year after because like they both they both did their like Marvel now Marvel now now uh, DCU they did they kept flip flopping them after they both relaunched. Right, right. Because uh, Marvel because Marvel now had a Marvel now happened twice. Which they had Marvel was, now 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, then the Ultimate Universe had a Marvel now, uh, which resulted in a pretty. I think that Fantastic Four that Ultimate FF run after Secret Wars is pretty decent. Yeah, yeah, the one with the with the Galactus. Yeah, the Galactus. Got it, and it got canceled. Galactus. Uh, Galactus. Okay, let me talk to you about Galactus. Sorry, real quickly. I love this character so much. Oh, okay, hold up, hold up. Before you say anything, I'm I'm picturing Galact a Galactus helmet on top of an octopus. A platypus. No. So the ultimate. So you know how there's a universe where Spider Ham exists, and it's all like they're all animals. Well, there is uh-huh. an ultimate version of that universe with Miles Morhamis, Simeon Storm, and Doctor Doom get married, and Galactopus comes to there. There he is. There he is. Oh. So you got Galactopus. you got uh, Doctor Duck. You got um Cat Captain America. You got Hulk Bunny. You got uh, Miles Morhamis. Oh my God! So in okay. that, so in that, in that, in that issue, Miles Morhamis, the, the the Ultimate Spider Ham, comes to the comes to the uh, the Ultimate Universe to try to, to to try to convince Sue Storm to marry Reed Richards and not Ben Grimm, because oh. they're like because they're like in every world where Sue Storm doesn't well she says he says Simeon Storm uh, doesn't marry Reed Richards the universe ends and in his universe Doctor Doom and and Simeon Storm got married wow and and, and galactopus destroyed their universe wow that okay comics are awesome <laughs> comics are awesome i'm gonna go for my number two this is a real life scenario when i was younger i was run over by a stampede of dogs a go-kart a barbie four-wheeler jeep or a segway when you were four no when i was younger i was run was over by right a stampede of dogs, a go kart, a Barbie four wheeler, those little girl four like four wheel yeah. things, or Power a set. Yeah. Which was I run over by? A go kart. I'm gonna say the Barbie four wheeler. I'm gonna say a Segway. It was a go kart. Oh. So, when I spent my summers in Mississippi, there was a lot of land and uh, high grass, and we had a couple go karts. Uh, I was young and stupid and decided to just lay down while people were doing this thing. And um, from the distance, I just hear, <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, and then, <laughs> and I just, my legs get run over and I'm crying. And I'm just like, oh, it's uh, and nothing broke. I was young and light. The go-kart wasn't heavy, but it was traumatizing. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I just thought of, I just thought of like when I visited family in Massachusetts mm-hmm. and all of those cousins would do dumb shit with go-karts and quad runners. And I was oh, like, yeah. this sounds 
this sounds very plausible uh, to on me. A, <laughs> on an alternate front, uh, my uncle survived this, so I can tell the story. We went actually go-karting, and all my uncles got super drunk. And my uncle decided to go up a 90-degree incline with his go-kart, and it went straight backwards, and it landed on his face. He had to have reconstructive surgery and brain surgery, and now his face looks like RoboCop. Uh, don't drink in go-kart, guys. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Don't drink it's and drive in general. Drink and be safe about it. Have a fun. I'm just, well, now I'm really glad there wasn't any alcohol uh, and the backside of the ranch when uh, my dad when my dad and my uh, uncles and I would go to the back of my uncle's ranch and uh, put some milk cartons up and start shooting. Well, that's, that's I think that's a little more controlled than yeah. you trying to drive up a literal uh, incline plan that you cannot go up. Yeah, we, yeah we, luckily the nat never, we didn't have go-karts. We had horses, though, so we got to ride horses. That was pretty fun. The last thing of that story is the doctor said if he weren't as drunk, he wouldn't have survived. So there's a silver lining that I don't appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> because it's like if you if you drink any if you drink any less, you, you might be dead. So I'm actually the doctor was glad you were as stupid as you were. How, uh, how does how does this how is this allowed? How is this how okay? does that work? Yeah. If he wasn't as drunk, he would have. Because the uh, alcohol thins your blood, so he didn't bleed oh. as much. Yeah, you also you also don't tense up your body as much. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's that's my uh, my Mississippi tale. Go Damn. on. Go on, Ben. All right. Uh let's see. What is my most prized Sonic collectible that I own? Mm. Oh god, I know this. I know this. Yep. Well, it's multiple so, choice, so. Yeah, it is multiple choice. So, I have the um Sonic Mania Collector's Edition. My completed printed run of the Son of the Sonic uh, Archives by Archie, the printed one, the ones that they only get out. A Sonic Happy Meal toy from the early '90s, or Sonic the Hedgehog one through three and Knuckles for the Sega Genesis complete in box. I'm gonna say the Happy Meal toy. I'm gonna say the the game in the box. I'm also gonna say the game in the box. Brandon's the one who got it right. It's Happy. Yes, really? Yeah. That, that detail seemed really specific, so I almost went for the Happy Meal. Yeah. I don't own this, the cartridges for. I would like to own the cartridges for the Genesis, but I don't own them. But uh, oh, it's oh, yeah, it, the way you said it, I yeah, I the way you, you said it, games, <laughs> I would have changed my answer if I. You should have said I there. have the boxes of the cartridges. Not no, I, have I don't have. I don't even have the boxes. I don't own those at all. I only own the digital copies. It's three. It's throwing you off. I'm just trying to throw you guys off. Oh, okay. But yeah, but two Brandon, you actually own to make it work? Three of three of those I actually own. Okay. How, yeah. much, how valuable is that? Uh, is that Mickey? Mickey I think toy? you made that a little confusing. How, uh, how, how valuable is that Mickey? That Mickey toy? You mean that Happy Meal toy? Happy Meal, yeah, Mickey Mickey D's. I want to be. I want to be buried with it. That's the, like my favorite toy of all time. Is the first toy I remember. Oh, actually owning. And I've had it ever since it came out. It's a, it's a little uh, springboard thing. So you click Sonic. So it's like, it like it's like Sonic is running it with flames going behind him. I think it was during the Happy Meal promotion for Sonic the Hedgehog 3. So you just load onto the spring, you hit a button, and then Sonic would like just shoot out. But I've had it for I've had it for years. I mean, it's beat up because it's been I've been play, I've had it since the 90s, been playing with it and all that jazz, but. That's like my little favorite. It's the most precious to me because I've had it for so long. And it's when I was... 
No, what? you said most treasured. Okay, I was making sure. Most treasured. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's it's my most treasured one. Cool. It's not my. It's obviously not my most valuable. It's my most treasured one. Uh, Ben, how, uh, being objective and not giving into your nostalgia, uh, how dorky does the design look? Uh, kind of dorky. It, it's yeah. back. It's back when uh, it's back when like Sonic didn't have like the three prongs. It was like the single line. Sure. For his quills. Yeah. Yeah, uh, uh, the, uh, most Happy Meal toys look stupid. So it's oh, yeah. okay. Oh yeah. They t- oh yeah. They totally do. They totally do. I I don't know. Even there was one time I was holding it. I think it was right before I moved. I was packing it away. Cause it's it's over there. I could get it out, but I don't want to shuffle through it. When I was packing it Wait, away. Is it that? Yeah, it's that. It's the one on the. It's the. Yeah, it's that Sonic. one. It's the Sonic it's one. The yeah, that's pretty dorky. That's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's I, I just like Happy Meal toys look silly. Oh yeah, they totally do. They totally do. But I, I've had it for so long. It was for the longest time. It was my only Sonic the Hedgehog toy because Sonic toys they weren't really a thing even in the '90s. So and it wasn't until Sonic Adventure came out when the toys came out, and then my my parents were like, "Oh, we're not going to buy you a whole bunch of toys." I'm like, "But but it's Sonic though." I think it's I think Sonic. my biggest Happy Meal toy like thing. I don't have them anymore because um, of tons of reasons. But uh, the Burger King did a promotion where they did a collectible set of Pokemon? the little boxes oh. where your finger would go up a hole in the bottom and you'd have a finger puppet of a Lion King. Is it King the Lion King, King one? Yes, the Lion King. I had there. those. I and had I, those. I had the entire line. Man, I'm I'm a spoiled white kid, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> the only time I actually went to McDonald's and hunted down every single toy was during their the only time I've ever had a full complete collection of toys from any fast food restaurant was McDonald's Transformers Armada, because they had the transforming because they would transform a little bit, and also if you come, you they were able to like if you like get all the toys like both the Autobots and Decepticons, you would like come you can combine them. The Autobots would turn into this big giant robot, and the Decepticons would be a super um, what's called like a, a super car or a ba- or a battle tank or whatever. Sure. And I actually, I not only did I hunt it down, uh, one of my friends had Hotshot. He was the last one I needed. And then he finally, because at first he wasn't going to give it to me. And then he finally caved and gave it to me because he's like, I don't need this. You're right. Ben can have it. Do you guys remember Armada introduced the Minicons? I do. I had the Sword and Shield of Unicron Minicons, Minicon sets. I had the, the, I had the Star Saber, which was the good guys, like the set of Minicons. And even when, um, like, they did the like the live action toy of that, mm-hmm. I had that one too. Yeah, that I think I ever bought. That show was pretty cool. It was. That sh- that show never introduced Unicron, but Unicron and Praxis were were heavy parts of that that, that mythology. That was a good show. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, okay. So uh, this one, you're probably not gonna get this one. Um, so you guys know I I'm. I know I just said my favorite ser- my favorite franchise is Stargate, which it is. It is true. However, I they don't make Star Stargate merchandise anymore, and I'm sad about it. But I have quite a bit of Star Trek merchandise, and as uh, you guys would know, but not listeners of the show possibly, is I have a series of Star Trek ships, starships, uh, little diecast metal starships on my desk. So my question is, my question is, how many starships do I display on my desk? Oh, Jesus. How? <laughs> Do you, wait, 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 wait. 
do you mean how many do you own to display on your desk or how many do you actually display on your desk at this moment? How many do I display on my desk? And I want to now to make this easier. I have recently added the Galactica. Okay. So, so I have one more than the last time that you saw me. We also moved. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't I lose one. Honestly, look, hold on. I honestly don't feel like I've seen all those ships since you lived at your brother's. Yes, that's a long time. That is. I. I can't. Okay. Remember. Well, it's, multiple, it's multiple choice. So. Yeah. 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 Uh, is it? Five? No. Nine? Maybe. Eight? Or seven? seven. Eight. Keep it symmetrical. It's seven. eight. I, I would say eight. It's either eight or seven, but I'm going to go with my gut and say eight. It's nine. Oh, uh, shit. However, what? I own ten. Mm. That's why I asked. Who's the, one? <laughs> Who's the bad boy who doesn't get shown? It's the Enterprise J. It doesn't display very well. It's because it's such a flimsy model and it just keeps falling off, so I can't display it. Take that, Jay. But I, but yeah, I have the entire Enterprises. Uh, I have all the Enterprises um, displayed except for J, uh, from the NX01 from Enterprise to the Enterprise E from the from First Contact uh, Insurrection Nemesis. And I've recently added Battlestar, the Battlestar Galactica, which is why that, which is why it's nine. Do they have Discovery shit yet? Yeah, they had Discovery. I thought about buying the Enterprise for Discovery, but it's it's a bigger model, so and I don't have the place for it. Because uh, uh, so they have the just to give uh, audiences an example, if you're watching this. So I have these little starships, and they're pretty small, uh, and they're they're easy to display on like desks and things. This is the Enterprise C. Um, they're 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 easy to display on desks, but the Discovery ones are larger figures. They're actually a little bit more in size to the Galactica, which is a larger figure. Uh, by the way, I love this. This thing is awesome. Um, and uh, if they made Stargate ships, man, I'd lose it. And the reason they're the same company is going to make uh, Orville, the Orville. Oh, I'm stoked. Um, this this is from Eagle Moss. Quick Eagle Moss plug. They're great. I love their diecast figures. Um, they have the, they have a lot of cool stuff. But uh, but the Discovery ones are bigger, so I haven't I haven't gone for any of those because I do like those designs. Uh, just I have no place to put them. Face, I get you. The the bigger ones are harder too because they have the they have a couple of uh, uh of concept art ships that were just ships that they they created from concept art like the original Star Trek Phase Two ship they have that or the season five Enterprise uh, from the Enterprise show uh, even though it only made it to four four seasons but again those are bigger ships because they're special so I haven't gotten those yet all right Sparks okay um, I had. I had just added one while you we were recording because I decided it was a better nerdy one that I, I thought of, but I didn't write down. Uh, then one I'll bring up later because it's, it's really far away from nerdy. And honestly, I don't think anybody would figure it out. Um, but uh, so I'll do this one. What was my first video game and console? Was it an Xbox 360 with Gears of War? That's so far. That's all. That's so soon. Was it... Sega Dreamcast and Soul Calibur, Ooh. Nintendo GameCube and Super Smash Brothers Melee, mm. or a PlayStation Two with Dragon Ball Z Budokai. See, I don't know your gaming history, so I don't want. This is why this is a good one. I don't want it to be <laughs> that you started playing video games ten years ago, because that's you should have been playing video games at a much younger age. Um, yeah, but. I know how much you like Gears of War, so I think you might have some nostalgia for it. 
because it might have been your first. Ooh, but I don't think it was your first. You guys have known him a while. He's been playing video games longer than 10 years. I don't know. I don't know his video game history. So here's the thing. I was present when he yeah. got the Xbox. So was the game before that? Look, I'm <laughs> going to say the PlayStation 2 in Budokai. I'm going to go one. Okay. Go I, I want to... All right. What did what, you say, Ryan? games before, but he didn't actually own one himself. I want to... It's... As much as I love his Dreamcast thing, I don't think it was a second Dreamcast. But I remember uh, Sparks gave me a few GameCube games a few years ago. I want to say me because he said he had a few GameCube games and he didn't need any more. I want to. Uh, I, I feel like he could have gotten a GameCube first because Melee and the GameCube was a huge hit. Everyone had everyone who owned the GameCube had Melee. Uh, but that Xbox One though, or that Budokai. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna go say I'm saying Nintendo GameCube with Melee. You're all wrong. It's Damn. the Sega Dreamcast with Soul Calibur. Yeah. Are you shitting me? Oh, oh damn it. The Dark oh. Horse wins again. Sega Dreamcast was my first console that I ever got, and Soul Calibur was the game that came with it, uh, I believe, or was the first game we purchased with it. I, I Power Stone. Uh, but it was definitely Power Stone was close, and Sonic Adventure was also right there. Um, That's a game that needs to get remade, Power Stone. I oh, yeah. agree. Yeah, 100% I have yet to see a fighting game that used the like triangle pyramid dynamic of the arena uh the way they did and like like leveling up your characters like in match oh man yeah, I that's... missed Power Stone so bad um anyway yeah that was a dope ass game I, uh, I, I would are... even take just a good remaster if they didn't make another yeah just a remaster yeah. just for... so no real quick guys for our one one watcher now uh, we are talking about we're doing a bit of trivia for ourselves. You know, feel free if you if you've been watching our show before because I don't know who you are. But if you're watching our show, feel free to you know maybe play along or ask us some questions. Uh, so yeah, it was the Sega Dreamcast with Soul Calibur. That was my first console. Everything prior to that that I'd gotten to play had been played at friends' houses. Do okay. you, do you still Sega? have your? Yes. What? Do you still have your Dreamcast? God no. I uh. wish. Yeah, I was. Uh, I, I wish I had not parted with it. My, my first console was the PlayStation 2 with Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. No, I... No, I, I was going to say, because I also... My Dreamcast died. I, I had it for years. My parents got for me right after they discontinued the Dreamcast, but I was able to get Sonic Adventures, Sonic Adventure 2, a whole slew of games. And it was... I, I would take it out every once in a while and play it. Oh, it's Mag. Then, Hi, Mag. Oh, hey, Mag. And then... One time, I remember I went to Adam's house because he never played a Dreamcast before, and we and the it was him, my friend Elena, and myself, and we we're like we just had a retro video game day where all we did was just go to the one house and just play video games for hours on end. I finally busted out my Dreamcast, I plugged it in, I was so excited to show Adam what Sonic Adventure looked like, and it wouldn't work. Like it powered on, but no signal was reaching the television. It just just it was just like just stagnant, and it hurt my soul. Because my Dreamcast died, and I got rid of it, and I got rid of all my games, and then I go now. I'm thinking, oh, most of these games I could just download on newer consoles. No, you can't. Not all of them, which hurts right. my soul. Because I had a decent Dreamcast collection, and now when I go out to Frankenstein's or to collectible stores, some of those games are pretty are pretty pricey. It's like, 
I want my Dreamcast collection back. Just yeah. wait for the Dreamcast uh, Micro. Sega loves putting out bullshit. So. Uh, yeah, I I have regretted giving up my Dreamcast pure, pretty much just to play Power Stone and Power Stone Two. Because you can't. Those are like the only two that I'm like, man. If I could just have those to play on a Dreamcast right now, I'd do that all the time. I'm um, sure to see how much Power Stone is because I've never I've never seen Power Stone in the wild. <laughs> I want to see how, how much what people are going for. Do you Power guys Stone. remember? Do you guys remember? Uh, speaking of. Uh, remakes of games. Do you guys remember Conquer Live and Reloaded? The remake oh, yeah. of Conquer's Bad Fur Day? I remember that. The game was they, awesome. Yo, they pushed that uh, um, the Xbox Live portion hard. I played that multiplayer because it was really fun. That multiplayer was excellent. Uh, yeah. I will say that every other console and, and game on my list was also true. Uh, it went PlayStation 2 after, then Dreamcast, the, then GameCube, then Xbox 360. And both I figured I figured I that when you said throw you off. <laughs> I was there, but I couldn't remember your your place. I was like, I'm pretty sure he had a PS2. Well, if we want to find try and find Power Stone, because on eBay, it's going on sale for around eighty three to ninety nine dollars. All things considered, that's not that bad. No, it's not. It's it's not. Which ones are which ones are sale on the PS Store? If they. If it's Power Stone he's talking about, we got maybe Basement Arcade. I don't think so. Pretty sure Power Stone hasn't been ported at all. No, for yeah. anything. I don't. As far as no, because uh, um, it, a bunch of gamers on YouTube I follow, they talk they they talk about how Power Stone, the, how much they love Power Stone, how much that's a great fighting game, and they always lament about how it was just it's just stuck on the Dreamcast and it hasn't gone anywhere else. More like a what, Smash Brothers than a fighting game. What bothers me is that it feels like Capcom has done something with. Literally every other property but Power Stone. Yeah. Oh, that was a Capcom venture. Yes. yes. Oh, Capcom. What the hell, man? They, they come back to everything eventually. That's that's what I mean. I'm like, but why is Power Stone so low on this list? I don't know, man. Sad. All right. You know what? If Windjammers was able to come back on the PlayStation Store, then uh, I, then I wait. What? Power Stone yeah, one and two on Vita or PS3. Yeah. Uh, Ooh. Those are the older consoles. Yeah. Well, the Vita was was the second handheld that Sony came out, and that kind of did. Eh. It was yeah, but you just buy all the Vita games on your PlayStation Four right now. True. Real, real quickly, I was I was talking to uh, I was talking to Zara, and she was looking at my Jack and Daxter uh, collection of all the Jack and Daxter games, including Daxter, which is the PSP spinoff. Uh-huh. And she looked at that. I was like, "Why does this look so different?" It's like, "Oh, it's a PSP game. You don't want a PSP." Well, I, I mean, I did. I never, time. I never liked it, so I never played it. <laughs> Yeah, um, the PS Vita was a really great console, just nobody bought it because it was a Yeah, console. yeah. Um, uh, I'm going to go now, right? Yes. Yep. Cool. Hey, guys. When I was in middle school, I almost got into live-action role-playing. I almost became a LARPer. Um, oh, wow. My, nerd, my nerdiness just knows no bounds. Um, so when I was this close to signing up for my local uh, Dallas uh, uh, partnership of the Live-Action Role-Players Guild, what was my weapon of choice that I personally made with parts from Home Depot? Was my weapon of choice a dagger and shield combo? Was it a double-bladed axe? Was I a magic user, which can mean anything, or did I use a flail? And a flail is, um, uh, it's like a, a thing that you swirl around with a, with a heavy, you know, one of those things. What were the options again? So uh, I got a flail, a double-bladed axe, a dagger shield combo, or was I a magic user, which means... Um, you throw things like lightning bolt and sleep. I'm gonna say double bladed axe. 
Though, however, now that I've said that, that doesn't really sound like you. This is also me, like, 14 years ago. Oh, yeah. that's true. I'm going to stick with double blade. I'm going to stick with double blade, double-sided axe. What do you think, Ben? What was my weapon of choice as a 14-year-old LARPer? Uh, I, would say, I would also say double blade axe. Um, shoot. What was, what was the, the last option again? I got flail, a double edged axe, dagger, shield combo, magic user. Mm. I'm gonna go with flail. Flail is the correct answer. Yeah. Oh! And I got a little, I got a little PVC pipe like this big, and then I got uh -huh. a string, and then I got a um, uh, a softball. No, softball is too hard. I got like a foam ball, and I just wrapped it in duct tape. <laughs> and then I put fake rubber spikes on it, and it looked like I had a flail. And then, awesome. my, friend, and then my friend and I chickened out of actually going to it because we, we thought we would get made fun of, so we didn't do it. <laughs> but I made the weapons and the armor. It you did it. Yeah. It was real. You got close. You got right. super close. Wow. I, I've, always, I've always thought there's a Jeff Goldblum, the World According to Jeff Goldblum uh, episode about LARPing. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. I watched that today. And it's, and it's really funny. Um, but yeah, I've always considered, I always kind of was like, why didn't they get into LARPing? I'm sure I'm certainly nerdy enough. Yeah. Yeah. It, it just, it's, it's just one step further of like, like D and D is like, you know, the next step, but then it's like, Oh, what if you actually did everything D and D in real life? Yeah. Like what if you actually talked it out? What if you actually fought these people? I'm like, that seems really cool. And then right before we got there, I was like, ah, maybe, maybe not. Maybe, 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 not. maybe I'm not quite ready to be that nerdy. Uh, now, 100%. No guilt. No shame. I will do it. Uh, if things are around, I would do it, but I don't want to do it. But I would. I, I had a friend in Marietta who would, um, who would, like, make LARPing weapons, but he, they wouldn't call, they wouldn't, like, he would, like, make weapons, like these, like, uh, foam swords at a PVC pipe, and I had, I had a few swords for the longest time, and they were really cool, but I never knew what LARPing was until I was much older, and by then it was, like, I was like, like if, when I'm in front of my family or, or like certain friends, I'd be like, oh, I wouldn't mention it. But then I'd be like, man, that actually sounds really fun. I really want to do something like that. The, the comedy um, role models came out around the same time as well. Mm -hmm. uh, that was really funny to see like us not wanting to do it. And then this movie coming out, like kind of like saying it's okay to, to be a nerd and stuff. And I'm like, no, oh, we should have done it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I definitely, I definitely remember be, being younger and thinking, and thinking like stuff like Dungeons and Dragons and Final Fantasy or things like that was just like lame and it's like oh, because like oh that's like way too nerdy that's for the nerds. And now that I'm me and I have like a bunch of I have like my D and D books over here. I have my Magic the Gathering. I have all this super nerdy shit. Man, it's, this is one of the things where I wish I should just go back. Cause like, dude, embrace your nerd flag. Cause once you get older, you're gonna wish you embraced it sooner. Yeah, exactly. Like I I never see. I was always into that stuff. I just hit it. Cause like I lived in Texas where you do get made fun of and you do get beat oh, up yeah. weird. Oh yeah. So I, I, hit I, a bunch I, of... I hit a lot of that shit. Oh man. Let's just say that I've gotten a quote, a few lectures from some of my brother's friends about like playing games like final fantasy. And they're, and they would say, I was like, Ben, you're never gonna get a girlfriend. If you play games like final fantasy, I'm like, well, screw you. Invite them to your wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Toxic masculinity is fun. Oh. Yay. <laughs> All right, then. Right. Okay, so going back to comics, what is the crown jewel of my comic book collection? 
like the creme de la creme, the one the one thing that I consider to be the crown jewel, like the or my estimated most valuable comic book in my collection. Wait, those it's are different things. You're, you, you, Again, you, you gotta use the words right because monetary okay. value and being a valued treasure are two different things. So I okay, okay, to- let's just say crown jewel. My uh. My, your, my, your personal favorite. Yeah, my personal favorite. The one that I treasure the most. The one that I'm gonna I'm probably gonna send off to get uh slabbed and everything eventually. Is it New 52 Batman number one signed by Scott Snyder? I also have that. Me too. Is it Superman Adventures number five, first appearance of Livewire? Uh-huh. Is it all four issues of the Reign of Superman, like the first time where they had their solo issues with the cover with their shields and everything? Or is it Superman Unchained, San Diego Comic-Con exclusive variant signed by Scott Snyder, Jim Lee, Dustin Wynn, and the entire artistic team? I have that too. That sounds pretty dope, but I I remember we just talked about how much you like Reign of Superman. Cyborg Superman, Hank Henshaw. And if you have those actual first issues from like the 90s, is that what you're talking about? They're from the 90s? Yeah. Okay, I would say even though having the entire creative team sign something is super dope, uh, I, I'm gonna go with that reign of Superman. I'm gonna say the same. Well, uh, I'm, keep talking. I actually have it available for me to take them out right here. So I, I'm gonna say the Superman Adventures first appearance of Livewire. What about you, Sparks? I, I said the same as Ryan. The reign of Superman. Well, it's not the reign of Superman. Ooh. It is Brandon. Brandon is right. It's me. It's yeah, me. Brandon. I'm his most treasured collection. Yeah. <laughs> Brandon. Brandon. Here it is, and it still has the cover on it too. Yeah, I remember you. You told me it's pretty. It's a little peed up. It, it is because I. Have, I mean, I flipped it over, but yeah, this is my crown jewel: Superman Adventures with Livewire. I do have the other books, the yeah. the Reign of Super. I I own all these books, but Obviously. I think this one. <laughs> Wait, what? Obviously. Yeah, no shit. And, but uh, I feel like this one is my uh, is my crown jewel because this one I got from. Uh, my grandmother bought me a subscription service to this, and I would get these books every year. Every year, and then this one, because a few of those books, the covers have been lost, like because I would read them all the time. I would flip through them. I put the I, there would be t- days where I would just just sit in my room, put the a Kinks album on with the Wish I Could Fly Like Superman on repeat, and just flip through all my Superman books. And this would be one of them. Um, real quickly, Mag, Mag did Mag did try to answer. She uh, they said uh, Unchained. Nope, not Unchained. No, it wasn't Unchained. It was Superman Adventures. Oh. What's what's? What? That's a good question, Ryan. What's your most prized comic book in your collection? Um, it. I mean, in term. Okay, so I'll say in terms of value, it's probably that Batman New Fifty Two Number One. Um, in terms of my personal, uh, now that I have X Force Number One by Rick Remender, a first edition, um, that's probably my personal favorite book. Or. Ooh, I have a lot of Swamp things that I'm a big fan of. And none yeah. of them are like worth any money. It's just I have the original run, uh, and that just means a lot to me. So probably probably Alan Moore's Swamp Thing run, actually. Yeah. Okay, yeah uh, well, Sparks, what about you? What, what, would, yours, what would yours be? That's cool. I have yeah. no idea. I was trying although to think I, what... Although I, I think to... my uh, Action Comics one is really damaged because I think one time I accidentally ripped one of the last pages. Oh, you hate it. No, I didn't hate it. Yeah, it's it's ripped. Right, the last page is just ripped right here. I think I was just trying to. I was reading in the car, and we went over a bump, and then it went. Shh. <laughs> yeah. I'm just laughing at then responding. No, I didn't hate it. I <laughs> took you literally when you said you hate to see it. Kind of attitude. 
Also, I believe that superhero is number 85 for some random. Oh, Ben's lost. Ben's gone. We've lost him. I was trying to think about I was trying to think about what mine could be. I've got some pretty good ones. I've got the first appearance of Spider Gwen. I've got the I've got the first Marvel Godzilla comic, um, which I think is pretty rad. I think Saga number one signed by Brian K. Vaughn, though. I think that's my most most treasured in my yeah. collection. I would think that's both treasured and valuable. That's also very valuable, yes. Um, but I mean, I also have my 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 rainy day fund of Spider Man number one by Todd McFarlane, uh, signed by Stan Lee. Yeah, that that I got by accident. That like nobody called for, so it's mine now. That's bananas. I love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah also, I have uh, Superman Adventure Superman number five hundred. But I hate myself because when I was a kid, I thought it would be cool to like peel this off to reveal the true Superman underneath it. Mm-hmm. And I and also uh, I messed this up bad. What the hey. hell was it? At least at least my Superman number five is okay. At least my Superman number five is okay. Oh wow, Max says Max has got first Deadpool. Oh wow, nice. Oh, yeah, it's New Mutants uh, one ninety eight. That is a uh, New Mutants ninety eight. That is a ninety eight. Yeah. Uh, wow, that's great. Um, okay, my turn, I guess. Um, I'm gonna do, th- I'm gonna do this one. Uh, okay, so, of everything I collect, uh, what do I have the most of? Is it DVDs or Blu-rays? Comics? Pops? Or definitely not the answer, video games? I mean, I've seen your wall of DVDs. So I don't know what else it could be, because you get rid of you. But you, now, hmm, hold on. <laughs> equate one single issue to one DVD. Yes. Because then you have more comics. Yeah. Because Between, I, one long box is two hundred. One, yes, one long box comics. is two hundred comics, and I know you have a couple of those, and you have trades, so it's definitely comic books. If we're doing one-to-one ratios. And he's given away a lot of Blu-ray DVDs. Ben? I would say Blu-ray DVDs. That's the most you have. Oh. Sparks and Ryan are corrected as comic books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so once you bring in those single issues, it's like, oh, it's no yeah. way. <laughs> I will never own anything more in my entire life than comic books because I have literally thousands and thousands and thousands. Yeah, it was a, it was it was kind of an e- it was kind of an easy answer. I mean, obviously, I have, a, I have a ton of DVDs, but my DVD collection is a little bit more curated than my comic book collection, and I'm trying to fix that. I'm actually trying to get rid of some comics that are just are wasting space. But uh, when you get into single issues, look. Ever since 2011, I've been buying single issues nonstop every week. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah, eventually it got better than my than my DVD. It got bigger than my DVD collection. Yeah. Right. Um, okay, Sparks. All right. Uh, here we go. This one, Megan uh, kind of guided me to, and I was like, oh, that is a good one. Okay. Once when I was younger, I pulled the fire alarm in my elementary school stood up to two robbers dressed as Zorro, encountered a seal while scuba diving, leapt off a building dressed as Superman. I'm going to say it's the seal one. I'm going to say it's the robbers dressed up as Zorro. Um, I'm going to say leaping off the building as Superman. Gonna be like one foot on the old pillow. <laughs> uh, Brandon, uh, I, I actually I messed up the wording. I realize now because I should have said uh, claiming to be Zorro, 
not dressed up as Zoro because I wasn't dressed up as Zoro. See, that's why uh, I didn't think. Uh, no, that's fair. I should have changed the wording on yeah. it. But that's the correct one. Is that I, oh. I up to two two robbers claiming to be Zoro. It's me. I'm Zoro. Uh, this was uh, this was at Universal Studios. Uh, the the one time I went as a kid, and uh, this was back when they had like the Wild West show. And part mm-hmm. of that promoting that show was having two robbers come into like the old West town area and pretend to rob the store. But my little brain didn't understand that's oh, what was happening. You didn't know they were actors? No, uh, I was I was really, really young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I told them they couldn't rob the store because I was Zoro. I love it. Oh. Just a little tiny Lion King shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mag Mag said jumping off the building as Superman, I guess. I don't know. I, I never know. thought you were that stupid. I mean, I didn't say it was a big building. Oh, that's true. There's a market for like dressing kids up as superheroes and just throwing them off buildings onto really like uh, comfy pillows. Oh, thank God! <laughs> no, no murder. I was like, "What? This is a market?" No. Yeah, that's, um, that's one of my parents' favorite stories about me. I love it. <laughs> I've never heard that story before. I just kind of, I just kind of know you. I feel like you have. That's why I was like trepidations about putting it on there because, like, I, I feel like you have. I feel like you have heard that story in passing. Oh, I don't man. remember. I don't remember it right now in any context, but maybe. Yeah. Oh man, that actually, insp- I could have done something like that uh, for one of my things, but I never. Oh man, I should. Can't believe I forgot about that. And we can do it on our eight-year anniversary. I once thought. Uh, I once thought I was super cool doing a Zorro costume for a talent show that we did. Oh man. Oh boy, guys. Ooh. When you're a kid, when you remember some of the shit. Oh boy. Cringy. I walked out and I had my Kinex sword. <laughs> Remember Kinex? Oh wow! <laughs> that and that one I'm nothing but proud of. <laughs> I am nothing but proud. I'm not ashamed at all. I'm proud. All right. They, I, I actually, the the their the sheriff of the town was also like the robber's mom, and she comes <laughs> in and like me as an adult now I think back on the the story and I'm like I feel so bad for those actors because she comes in and like they're like. The whole script has gone out the window now. Because <laughs> the little kid has claimed he's Zoro, and they had to explain it to her as she's standing there. And it's like, look, we, we surrender. <laughs> oh, crap, Zoro's no, here. Sure, sure. They were really nice. I remember taking a picture with them after we went and saw the show. Um, it was it was funny. I love it. I, I, having done a lot of acting since then, I like to think that's one of the stories that those people tell, like one of their favorite days. I hope. I actually have a little story, if that's okay with you guys. Sure. Um, when I was really, really small, I was a first grader. My brother was in kindergarten, and our and, uh, and our fr- another friend of ours was in, like, preschool or something. We were at Disneyland for his birthday. We just got off of Pirates of the Caribbean, and we went inside the gift shop, and they all and they bought, and our parents bought the three of us those plastic swords. So, of course, we put our swords on our heads. We're walking around, and my brother, my friend, and I, we're walking around, swords drawn, yelling that we are the three musketeers. Like, every three steps, or every ten steps, we draw our swords. I'm like, we are the three musketeers. And we and we were young. We were stupid. And we walk over by the castle, uh, Sleepy Beauty Castle, and we actually More like see- the three amigos. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like that. But we go to, we're over by the castle. I think we were walking toward Tomorrowland. <laughs> And we see Cinderella just walking over by um, the wishing well from Snow White, and she's going up to the front of the castle. So of course, my bro- like, hey, look, there's Cinderella. We draw our swords, rush her, 
And right when we get up to her, we say, Cinderella, we're the three Musketeers. We'll protect you. And just, like, taking her back to her sword's drawn, like, ready to fend off any evildoers trying to do Cinderella harm. I think in our history together, I've heard this story. Yeah, I, I think yeah, I told you that story at least once. Yeah, that's a good one, though. You're a gentleman and a scholar. Yeah. Kids, man. Kids do yeah. the darndest thing. Yeah. Sir Ryan? Yo, it's me. All right, well, this is my last one. Happy birthday to me. Hey, guys. What profession did I want to do as a child? Was a professional poker player? Was a professional wrestler? Was it an astronaut? Or was it all of the above? Oh, damn. Oh, I'm going to go all of the above. I want you to think about it. Because some of these are funny. Some of them are true. <laughs> oh, so not all of them are true? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to say... But, but this... I, when I was young enough, I I put it in my mind that I was going to do it. I'm going to say wrestler. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to say wrestler. So okay. I'm going to say all the above. Ben, it's right. It's all the above. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Ronald McDonald came to my school when I was in elementary school. Horrifying. Horrifying. But it was something to do with teaching us about, like, becoming adults. Like, something about jobs. I was very young. I don't remember. But I do remember I got pulled on stage. And he and Ronald asked me what I wanted to do when I grew up. And this was the time when I was watching professional wrestling and professional poker one after another every night on on uh, whatever channel it was, TNT, TBS, whatever it was. Um, so I was like, Ronald, I want to go to space and be a professional poker player and wrestle. <laughs> and Ronald was like, that's very bold of you, young man. Good luck. Uh, <laughs> And he said, I want you to write it down. And then you put it, it's, it's he, had the, he had a desk. And then I was supposed to write my profession on a piece of paper. And I put the piece of paper in a drawer and I shut the drawer. And then, and then it would come true. And like, I don't, that doesn't make sense to me, but I was seven or whatever. And now Space Force makes it so this just might be a real. And now Space Force is real where I can maybe be a professional astronaut wrestler. So yeah, I love poker and wrestling and being an astronaut all at once. Wow. Yeah. Uh, for the, for the audience, for the, for the, Watcher just joined us. We're doing trivia about kind of ourselves. So, you know, feel free to play along. We're actually almost done with this, uh, but uh, yeah. we got a couple of questions. I, I definitely remember my track was train conductor mm -hmm. to paleontologist mm. to marine biologist. Nice. That was how it went. I did, oh. I did Stegosaurus oh. to, uh, oh, right nerdy. to nerdy. paleontologist. Oh, downright nerdy. Hi, guys. We're yes. doing we're I'll, we're doing I'll, great in like two hours. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Thanks. Thanks, dude. Happy fourth anniversary to us. Um, yeah, I did. So I was I was a, a stegosaurus. I wanted to be a stegosaurus when I grew up, and that took me to paleontologist. Makes sense. And then Back to the Future took me to scientist, mm. and then Jurassic Park took me to actor, mm. to director, to writer, to I don't fucking know now. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds about right. Uh, let's see. Star wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. Wow. Hey, I dreamed about being a Stegosaurus. No, no, no. I just want to say, like, everyone else's is, like, a, a, pro a, a profession. Ben's was a specific spot. <laughs> <laughs> I was a huge fan of Tim Brown. He's my favorite uh, Oakland Raider of all time. I looked up to him hardcore as a kid. Sure. So, it was also played for the Los Angeles. It went from the Raiders to the Dodgers. It would flip-flop to uh, being an astronaut, to being a police officer, 
and then to uh, a pale I call it an archaeologist, but really it was paleontologist because I wanted to study dinosaurs because I had a huge dinosaur phase. And it, I went all over the damn place. Like, it was literally, what day of the week it is? What, what day of the week is it? Oh, I want to be that. Yeah. What's on TV right now? That's what I want to be. Pretty much. Pretty much. But I remember being a kid, like a really, really young kid, wanting to play for the Oakland Ra- wanting to play for the Raiders really bad. And then I actually, I asked my dad a few times if he could sign me up for Pop Warner football, but he ne- they never did. Yeah. And then eventually my brother played Pop Warner. I never played Pop Warner. And then I just never wanted to play football ever again. For, for me, it was really like so specific because it was like for three years, I knew everything about trains. <laughs> and then oh, for yeah. six years, I knew everything about dinosaurs. And then for like the next eight years, I knew a shit ton about marine biology. So like it, it was when I locked in, I locked in hard. Yeah. I had books and books and videos and man. I want to say thank you to my parents. And I don't say this often, but thank you to my parents for not telling me that being a stegosaurus was impossible. They supported me in that dream. And I came to the realization that it was impossible all on my own. And I think that's a, that's a valuable learning lesson. That's true. Good job. Proud of you. Uh, I also remember one time, I think it was after I watched Raiders of the Lost Ark when I was younger, and then I watched like a bunch of like e- um like the Mysteries of the Pharaohs show on like History Channel or whatever back when before they did aliens. I, I got yeah, I got really into Egyptology and I was like, man, I wanna go to e-, like one of the places I still want to visit before I die, I wanna go visit the Great Pyramids of Giza. I know I can't go inside, but I just wanna see them at least once in my life. Sure. Because it really bugs me out that I can't go to, like, the Valley of the Kings and just dig up some old... Uh, uh... I mean, look, in, in all fairness, I think what I actually wanted to be for my entire life was just Indiana Jones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, really. Oh, God, there's this one... I had this one time in second grade where I I swore I could find dinosaur bones in my sandbox at uh, in my elementary school. You could No, huge, funny thing is, one of the girls said, Ben, I will give you 20 bucks if you find dinosaur bones. So every day without fail in second grade, I would pick up the shovel and pail, go to the same spot, be all mad because they dug because they, they covered up my hole, and I just start digging all over again trying to find dinosaur bones. Well, this was the whole problem. You needed to pick a different spot. Yeah. <laughs> you can't keep going back to the same That's the well. definition of insanity. I was in second grade. I didn't know any better. Uh, for the for the new person listening, uh, thank you for coming on, three people. That's awesome. Um, but we're doing some trivia about ourselves, so feel free to chime in, ask us questions, you know, questions, do whatever you want. But, did yeah. you guys, since we're talking about dinosaurs and they're dope, did you guys have a place, because obviously I grew up in Texas, where it was like a museum, but you would go there and you could actually like dig up dinosaur bones? Okay. But I don't think there were real dinosaur bones, but it was a place where you could go and like be. Yeah. In okay, I, I didn't have like, a, we locally know. But my parents did like take me far out of the yeah. way You've to been go to somewhere like yeah. that. Yeah, because I have a memory of that. Of like, I know like this isn't an actual T Rex, but they bury it for kids to dig up and stuff. Look, my parents, much like Brandon saying, my parents were wildly supportive. So like, when I wanted to do stuff about trains, they took me to like train yards, and they took me to like places where the conductors would like talk to you about the trains. And I'm like That's six, awesome. and they would oh, they wow. would. That. And then when I wanted to study dinosaurs, they were taking me to museums that were far away. That's all awesome. this kind of stuff. Wow. When I was in marine biology, they made sure I went into like marine summer camps and things like that. Like they were they were hard in on like what I was interested in. They took me to. I love you it. ever you ever been to the redwoods? Oh yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Joe. Um, yeah, yeah, I, 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 uh, I mean, re- realistically, just like I know Ben, like adventurer archaeologist like you want to be on the, you want to go on those adventures you see all the time that's why my favorite yeah. that's why my favorite types of movies are adventure movies like oh i love sci-fi i love fantasy but man show me a good adventure no, yeah I you remember. just want to go out and not think about taxes exactly yeah. yeah no i remember back when i was i want to say in middle school my family did for this one summer we did this like entire mid almost like midwestern united states road trip we drove up from california all the way up to montana and then from montana we went to South Dakota and went down. Like we saw the Devil's Tower in Wyoming, which is a beautiful monument. Uh, we saw Mount Rushmore for the first time. We went to a whole bunch of like these natural landmarks. But on our way, we actually stumbled across in South Dakota a live dig site for woolly mammoths. It was like the largest collection of woolly mammoth skeletons that they're still digging up. And we went there and saw it. And I thought it was the coolest thing ever because they're like all over the place were these bones of these giant behemoths. Like there's one with the tusks like sticking out kind of like the elephant graveyard in um in Lion King. And I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. Cause like if you talk to me about like the dinosaurs or the Ice Age or anything like like I love going to museums, but I haven't gone to a museum for a while. But just like looking around and seeing like these like these archaeologists, these paleontologists like slowly That's but surely digging up the bones of these creatures that lived millions of years ago. I thought it was the coolest thing ever. That's why I like the pa- the, the Librea Tar Pits. Oh, I love the Librea Tar I've only been once. I've, been there. I've only went once. We took my mom there for Mother's Day for uh, one time because we really wanted to go and they were doing a special and I never went back. Real quickly, uh, before we go, move on to Ben, it's your last question, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah it is. Um, before we move on to Ben, uh, if you remember, if you guys uh, watching this have any questions, feel free to feel free to ask us. We'd love to answer some questions that you guys have about the show, about us, whatever. Yeah. Anything you want to talk about. Uh, all, right. all right, Ben, show, uh, show up, throw up a question. All right, so my last question. When I was 16 years old, I got my Harley Davidson motorcycle. On the way to pick... <laughs> no shit, it's true. Yeah, it's not tattooed on my body or anything. All right, on my way. Any chance to show that tattoo? Yes, any chance to show up my tattoo? I I always get, I always show it. Oh, real quickly, I'm sorry. Mag has a question for us. Any of you own Wacky McDonald's Adventures? What the hell is Wacky McDonald's Adventures? I don't know. Is what that, that the is. animated show? Googling it. No. I I don't think so. Yeah, I would say no. <laughs> Whatever, whatever that is, unless you're asking if we have any Wacky McDonald's adventures of our own. The Wacky uh, Adventures of Ronald McDonald is an animated miniseries, direct-to-video episodes. So yeah. there is a show that started in 1998. I never, never heard of it. Never did? No. <laughs> Gonna look it however, up Wild. However, however uh, when we used to fly, when you, we used to fly, because I, I, I hate flying, so we don't fly anymore, but when, when we used to fly, I would even, man, uh, I'm not willing to admit how old I was when I stopped, but needless to say, way too old. But I would sit down and put in the radio. You know, they used to have the, the plane radio. and put it on, and I would change to the Ronald McDonald channel. There's a Ronald McDonald network with a little show, with little radio shows from the Ronald McDonald characters. Wow. Well, uh, huh. capitalism is horrifying. Downright nerdy. Uh, I don't know. what After the plague. Yeah, maybe when it's not a... Yeah, I haven't seen my parents since January because of this whole COVID thing. So it's going to be a while before I make it back up that area. Uh, all right, Ben. Sorry. That's Ask right. your question. 
All right, so when I was on my way to pick up my 2007 Harley-Davidson Sportster, there, a certain song came on the radio that I named my motorcycle after. What song did I name my motorcycle after? Is it Janie's Got a Gun by Aerosmith, Layla by Eric Clapton, Michelle by The Beatles, or Billie Jean by Michael Jackson? Layla. It's Layla. Layla by Eric Clapton. Got me on my knees. They're, they're so certain about it that I want to change my answer, but I'm gonna go for it because the points don't matter. Yeah, I'm gonna say who's on it anyway. The I'm gonna say the Michael Jackson one. Billy Jean. Yeah. You're all wrong. It's Jay's Got a Gun by Aerosmith. Oh, you know I knew that. that I was gonna say you should have known that because I told because I would refer to her oh, as Mag Janie. agreed with me. Oh. <laughs> we were wrong, yeah. Mag. Yeah, on the way over to pick up my Harley, um, Janie's Got a Gun played on Jack FM, and it's one of my favorite Aerosmith songs. And then when when I, when we got to the uh, the dealership and the, the papers were signed, the pictures were taken, and they gave me the keys, my dad looks at me, he's like, so what are you going to name her? And I'm like, Janie. Because for some reason, the name Janie just like stuck, <laughs> just stuck out. And I can see and, I can see that face. What? What did you say, Sparks? I said because you just listened to it. <laughs> I, I just, like, stuck out. I just love that where it's just like Ben's like, so what are you gonna name her? Genie. <laughs> um, sweet memory. Yeah. Well, sweet. yeah. Man, I miss that bike so much. I, uh, I know I miss that bike. There's a Natalie Portman movie called Jane Got a Gun. Yeah. Oh. Uh, downright nerdy. I'm also sad. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Downright nerdy says insert sad face. Uh, yeah. We uh we don't know well, when we we'll get to. It's gonna be a bit. Yeah. Yep. Um. Okay. Uh. Again, audience, if you guys have any questions, let us know. Um. This is my last question. I don't know if you guys are gonna get this one. My favorite kaiju is. Is it a, Ghidorah. B, Godzilla. C, King Caesar, or or four Space Godzilla. What was I doing? Was I doing D? Where's the Gears? I thought you loved the Gears. D Space Godzilla. Which one of these are my favorite? My favorite. I think I remember you telling me this, and I want to say Space Godzilla. So Ben says Space Godzilla. Ryan says King Caesar. I know it's King Caesar or Space Godzilla. I'm just torn. <laughs> Oh, Space Godzilla's got the shoulder pads. Oh. Look at those cool shoulders. Oh, it's I oh, I'm gonna say Space Godzilla. All right, Ryan's right. It's King Caesar. Ah, I, 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 I have I have both magic cards with him. Heck yeah! I can yeah, show yeah, that to it. you guys, King Caesar. Oh, yeah, I uh, yeah, I really I I don't know why. Maybe because when I saw the because Sparks is right. Like my favorite Godzilla movie is Space Godzilla. Godzilla vs. Space Godzilla. But yeah. as much as I really like the design of Space Godzilla, uh, for whatever reason, King Caesar's uh, um. Got the ears, got the dog. Yeah, I don't know. His design just always like resonated with me. Uh, Mag said, 
my heart says G Gojira, Godzilla, but it's Ghidorah. No, it's it's King Caesar. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why. Just for whatever reason, that design just really strikes me. Hey, just little, little cookie. It's cookie. Just a little podcast. Oh, just a little podcast. But I appreciate you being here, bud. I'll see you in an hour and a half. <laughs> Congrats, uh, thank thank you. you. Thank you, just a little podcast. Thank you. Yeah, every, everyone who's been congratulating us, we want to say thank you so much. Yeah, and again, guys, uh, if you get, feel free to, you know, we're almost done with this, but, you know, feel free to ask us any questions. Yeah. Uh, we'd love to hear some questions from you guys. <clears throat> okay. My last one. My affection for Superman began when I watched the Superman animated series, when I saw Superman Returns, because my girlfriend watched Smallville when I read Superman for all seasons. Sparks, so I, I, I want to real quickly say, I don't appreciate you calling me your girlfriend right now. It is not the time <laughs> or the place. Cute. Thanks. I... I'd like to imagine that your love for Superman didn't start with the Brian Singer movie. I'd like to imagine that, just like with the 360. I'd like to imagine that's not your origin story. <laughs> um, I I think the oh honey, what are you watching? Oh Smallville, what's Smallville? That Superman show. Oh let's check it out. That's that in my heart sounds right because that's old enough. Where like we were watching that when we were younger. So I'm gonna say Smallville. I'm gonna say Smallville. When did Four Seasons first come out? Hold up, I have it right here. Oh man. I okay, wait. What was the first? What was the first question? What was the first option? Superman animated series. That one. I'm gonna say that one. Uh, knowing okay. him, you you should know this one best too. So. Is it not Superman the Animated Series? No, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like you would you know. were the one who would know it the most. I'm gonna say I'm gonna stick with Superman the Animated Series. Sure. Because this, this was originally printed in '99. Holy shit, is that old? Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm gonna stick with Smallville. Somebody save me. I'm gonna go with all seasons. We're all different. solid. We're all solid. Different. It's Superman Returns. Ah, oh, it is! What? Wow. What? My, so, so I'd, I'd never indulged much Superman stuff. It was, it was never my type of hero or anything. Uh, I met up with a friend from elementary school long after I'd moved away, uh, and he wanted to go see Superman Returns, and we went. And I liked Superman a little bit more. Yeah. That's how it began. Yeah. What cemented it was me pursuing more Superman stuff because my girlfriend watched Smallville. That pushed it over the edge, and then I started like picking up more Superman stuff, and eventually the animated series. It's not that I hadn't seen the animated series before. It's that it's not what made me start to care. You got yeah. me into Smallville. I did, because Dorothy got me into Smallville. Oh, Fascinating. Dorothy. I didn't oh, know man. that Dorothy. I thought you got Dorothy into Smallville. No, incorrect. It was the other way, and I got interested in it because I had just seen Superman Returns. Interesting. That explains why you like Superman Returns so much. Good job, Dorothy. Well, uh, yeah, I... I uh, we'll uh, movie one day. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That, that's, that shocks me, the Superman Returns one, because I, I feel like... Well, like, like... Take everything away from it. It, it gets across the, the heart of what Superman is supposed to be. Sure. Well, sure. I love I love the Chris Reed movies and I love to see another one. Right. I wish uh, 
And I hadn't seen the Christopher Reeve films before. Oh, then then for, okay. So, that's, so that's, yeah. that's the whole thing is that I had not sought those things out. Yeah. Superman Returns opened that door. That's wow. right. Oh, wow. I can't believe I. Oh, I can't believe that, but. It's just so weird because my love of Superman began when I was super young, like sure. no no pun intended. Like I remember um, when I got my uh, this this one right here. I actually went to the Ontario Mills Mall to pick up uh, Great Superman Stories Ever Told, and I remember when I got this, the guy who sold me the book just looked at, looked at me dead in the eyes because this was right when Death of Superman was happening. Is like, hey, you know Superman died, right? And I'm like, what? And then my parents took me to a a comic book store or it was either they took me to a comic book store that I don't remember or my grandma knew I liked Superman so she went to a comic book store and that's where she picked up my Reign of Superman books. So I was like hardcore into Superman at a young age and to, to hear that you started like really liking Superman because of Superman Eternal which just came out in like what, 2006? Yeah. I mean to me it's I, just like I always kind of wow. I, I didn't get heavily into Superman until I was reading comics. I mean, I liked Superman, and I never disliked him for any reason. But like, his his comics are what introduced me. And like, same way with Green Lantern. Like, I wasn't into Green Lantern, so I read it, started reading his comics too. And he's so, my favorite hero. I didn't, I didn't religiously or anything watch the animated shows or anything like that. Not like I did the Spider-Man animated show. Spider-Man was where it was at for me when I was younger because I was all about the more flawed character who had to you know like he felt like a a more role model type person superman felt like an unrealistic role model to me when i was a kid that makes sense and so i wasn't appealed to him but then i saw superman returns and i started to get that like the point is for superman to be someone you can't be but can aspire towards uh and that's when i started to like superman okay interesting i think we all learned something about each other today I learned something today. Uh, yeah, guys, we're just, we're just going to still go for a bit longer. So if you have any questions, please let us know. But we are done with our kind of uh, uh, our, our little trivia, our little trivia about ourselves. Um, and I wanted to open this next segment with a with a question. What's been your favorite part of the show for this, from the last anniversary to this anniversary? Oh, just in the last year. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah, hey, Gordon Annoyed! Annoyed. What's up, Gordon Annoyed? All these fools in an hour. I love it. Um, Ask you some questions if you got anything, Gordon Annoyed. Thank you for the congrats. Uh, I really enjoyed. What she likes. Yes. I really like not just because uh, uh, Michael's here, but I really enjoyed doing that four-hour Star Wars conversation because I just like talking about Star Wars. And anytime I could have a four-hour podcast, which is now kind of the norm. Yeah. Uh, it makes me happy, and uh, having a friend of the show actually be in person—that's uh, that's really great. It's always great when we can have guests on and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, that that Star Wars talk was the was the highlight. I was looking forward to that for for weeks. Mm-hmm. I, I I had a I had a really bad illness, and I still came. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was really excited for that too. I think mine would be, was Chris Swindled this past year because that was a good one. Yeah, because yeah. it, it was after Kingdom Hearts came out, and it came out in January. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah our Star Wars discussions were always a lot of fun. Oh, that was before our anniversary. Yeah, that might have been before, but we'll allow it, because he's cool. Well, I mean, you know, oh, maybe the... I'm, I'm a wonky thing. Yeah, maybe the Mike would... Uh, Mike's, Mike's uh, LA Comic Con. Oh, yeah. yeah. There it oh, is. Yeah. That's the one. I like LA that. Comic Con. Um... um no. 
I like, yeah, real quickly, Don Ryan says that was such a fun day. Oh, uh, we were both so nervous leading up to it, uh, you and Riley. Uh, <laughs> we had uh, such a great time. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, we still have that shirt up if you guys want to take out that shirt. Um, but yeah, LA Comic Con. LA Comic Con has to be my favorite point because we did a we did a live panel at LA Comic Con, which you can watch on a YouTube page right now. Like and subscribe. But the uh, but having to do Mike's Possible Trivia Challenge, which is always always my favorite parts uh, of doing the show, is we get to hang out with Mike and do his trivia. Um, but doing that live and having a live audience that was a lot of fun. And finding out. 10 minutes before that there was no multiple choice was awesome. Yes. <laughs> Definitely study for that. Did not one. prepare for non-multiple choice. Yeah, seriously. No. Um, hopefully we can get another possible trivia challenge. Good job getting your double uh, um, uh, theme park trips in while you could, because who knows the next time you're going to go. Right. Um, was there a LA event with the trivia? Yeah, the LA, LA Comic-Con um, yep. If LA Comic Con is still doing is still going this year, um, I think maybe we should consider going doing another one. I'm always down someday. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's less of a specific moment and more of a. And I'm not just saying this because all all of you are here in the chat, but that this last year since the last anniversary is when we connected with a larger community, really. Yes. Um, yeah. Partially because of the move onto YouTube, mm -hmm. uh, but just in general, like connecting with so many more people in the nerd community in a way we hadn't the three years before yeah i love it mm -hmm. ben do you have did you mention your favorite do you have one you already mentioned two of like the the top ones uh i'm trying, I'm trying to think of some, i want to say no because we already started basement arcade um after last or before last year wait what why when did you and i start basement arcade no we didn't we started basement arcade just a little while after the anniversary uh, it was like really, really close. Because our first was Shadow uh, of the it was, Colossus. It was right, right around that yeah. time. Because we barely launched uh, Fake Nerds Watch and the YouTube stuff before the anniversary happened. Yeah, that's uh, true. Last... Yeah, I want, because I, I, besides uh, Downright Nerdy and LA Comic Con, I would say finally getting Basement Arcade off the ground, because that that's that been a project, a pet project of mine for such the longest time. I've been wanting to do just something like that. For a while, and finally Ryan was like, "Yeah, let's let's do it." And we got the equipment. We got the we had we were ready to go. So we sat down and started doing it. And and yeah, I, I would say that um I would say that it was it'd be finally starting Basement Arcade, getting that sucker off the ground finally. And, I think and... I think you bring up a really good point. Like one of the things that's been really great this past year is that we did start Fake Nerds Watch, we did start Basement Arcade, and we got another one. We got a couple more things in the pipeline. And the, like the thing is, one of the things that I really like putting as much as I can on my plate. I prefer to be busy, so I'm I'm constantly looking for more things to kind of slip into slots that I can find more time to to do more things. Because um, when I did the show. One of the things, you know, there's so many other things we like to do. Um, but doing a consistent, doing two consistent other shows, Basement Arcade and Fake Nerds Watch, um, pr practically every week. I know Fake Nerds Watch takes breaks, but like Basement Arcade is practically every week. Um, doing all those consistently, doing this consistently, and never feeling like it's become a chore mm -hmm. is really important to me. Like we, we discussed it on when we were, when we discussed doing another Fake Nerds Watch, was like, if, it's too much. It becomes a chore. But I think what we've found is that we don't have to do everything all the time, or we can have different things, and we can space them out other places so that it's still fun. Yes. And I think that's important. Is that no matter how many things we decide to do, branch out, it's got to remain still fun, and it has. And I think that's. I think we're really lucky about that. Sure. I agree. Yes. Yeah. 
Uh, okay, uh, so should we talk about a little bit like what's coming? What what, what we have hopes for next year? What we think is gonna? Uh, what, <laughs> do we want to launch a new show? Well, uh, in the uh, yes, uh, but in the in in the middle of the pandemic, it does make things a lot harder. I will say, mm-hmm. especially when we're still separated. Uh, but there are things in in the pipeline. I think I now know what you're talking about because we did record something earlier. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think this is a good time as any to say that that yeah we are we are launching a new show. It's an expansion of our fake nerd book club. Yes. Um, we are you know every week we do a book club where we pick a comic book. Generally, we only talk about that one comic, except that one time we talked about Sparks's three three volume epic. Um, what's that one called? Rising Star. Rising Star, yeah. And that kind of like created the impetus of what this would become. So instead of talking about one comic. Uh, and then another comic the next week. We're going to use ba- uh, a, n- a new series, the Fickner Book Club series, on YouTube to talk about series of comics. So we'll talk about volume one. We talk about volume one of a comic book, uh, Wasted Space, was the first one we did. There are three volumes to that. So this week we'll talk about volume one. Next time we do an episode, volume two, and then volume three, and then we pick another one. We'll go on like that. And it's going to be a lot of fun. Give us, ch- give us a chance to uh, talk more in depth about comics. Um, as, as Ryan is always saying, uh, more comic talk is better. Yes, I just want to talk about comics all day, every day. Love it. Yeah. Um, real quickly, oh. Max says Godzilla vs. Kong for me because it got moved next year. Yeah, that's true. Oh, third, man. Third delay, you said, right? Third delay? Third, third date. Third delay. Um, Kong is the new, new mutant. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, even though this COVID thing sucks, it's been really cool seeing you guys live. Oh, thanks, dude. I, I, I appreciate agree. that. Uh, we decided to do this because uh, yeah. it is a, a way for us to do this and see each other. It's nice. Yeah. I and love that's why our that's why our episodes are yeah. a lot longer because we're, we're we're we don't see each other anymore so yeah. it's fun to just kind of gap. Uh, Bordenoy says, "What's the due date for finishing Dune?" Oh, the, the... so yes, Dune is still to come out in theaters in December. Um, as far as we know, that's not going to change. So um, everyone should have the book done by December. Uh, that's that's the look at that. I love you guys. Uh, yeah, I got mine up in my room. Oh uh, yeah, um, Jackson. Just uh, everyone has to have the. There you go, Dune written by. <laughs> I just have the book done by when the movie comes out because we're going to do it this uh, topic talking about uh, compare and contrast. Yeah, so uh, we we yeah, are going to do a we did a book club special about um, real, real quickly. Downright Nerdy actually says theaters. I thought it was a miniseries. No, the mo- it is a movie with a series coming to HBO Max. Yeah, so there is a big blockbuster movie by Danny Villeneuve, and then, then there is a HBO Max uh, side series that come, that's uh, accompanying it. But it is a it's a new big old blockbuster franchise, Michael. Yeah. So real, real, real quickly, um, I was talking about oh, <laughs> a little yeah. bored and annoyed. Uh, that's another thing that was so cool is that that we you know uh, we connected with bored and downright annoyed with movies. Mm-hmm. So you guys, talk, you guys talk about that all, every week. Um, so yeah, so I I am reading Dune like everyone should be. Um, but we did a Ready Player One book club special where we talked about a novel instead of a comic book, and we said we did Ready Player One uh, per Ben's request. Um, that movie was re- that book was real bad. But um, <laughs> the movie's fine. Movie's, movie's fine. fine. Movie's fine. Um, but we're going to do the same thing for Dune. It's a lot longer, as you can see. I'm not far. Um, I see. Here's the thing. I, I haven't have, even started. To be perfectly I am honest. not. I haven't started yet. I'm not going to say like I'm a great reader, but I'm I'm okay. I'm pretty good. I I know how. Um, and <laughs> <laughs> I hope you would. <laughs> and when when I'm talking about. Uh, so when I'm reading this, like it's so dense, but not hard to read, but it's so dense that I'm just kind of like, I need a minute. I need to catch my breath. 
Uh, and then you I found out. I found out. You have to process it. Yeah. And it yeah. And then not only that, but I found out my dad is a huge fan and has read every book. You learn something new. I love it. I was shocked. My 87 year old dad was. I was like, Oh yeah, I'm reading this book. He's like, Oh, did you get to this part? I'm like, No. How do you did you meet this person? How did you know about that? And he like he knew it. He remembered it. He had. He doesn't know how to get to the damn grocery store, but he remembers the whole plot of Dune. Hell yeah, that's what I like. That's the type of guy I appreciate. I don't know directions, but I'll tell you everything there is about the Bene Jesuits. I know it's so weird to hear him. The Dune thing. I, it's so weird to hear him to hear him talk about that because he's not like a sci-fi guy. He's more of a yeah. fantasy guy. Sure. Yeah. I love it. Uh, but so yeah, we got some of those things. Um, obviously, our two hundredth episode is coming up soon, guys. Yeah. Wow. Two hundred. Um, dry, dry and dense. If I remember correctly, good though. The book well, Dune. Yeah. Dry and dense. Um, so yeah, we're going to do. We're going to discuss that book in depth. We're going to. Uh, we have a Dune review if it's still coming out in theaters uh, in December. I I. I have to imagine, because again, like we'll talk about it like with a regular podcast, but so many movies keep getting release dates and then they keep getting moved further and further back. And I'm like, when's it going to end? Yeah. Because December, like, yo, we're coming out in like a year and a half. They set that release date a long time ago. That movie's done. It's just being worked on. I'm going to be really sad if that movie gets pushed. Yeah. That one has no. been, we, we, we didn't say we're coming out early. We're just here at the very end of the end of the year. Yeah, they were supposed to be like the big blockbuster at the end of the year, the Christmas blockbuster. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you know, I think the only thing that would delay them uh, is if they do happen to have to close down theaters again, or if um, a movie gets pushed to December. Yeah, you know, a movie gets pushed to December. But I'm more thinking, what if they can't finish the special effects? What if they can't finish the editing in time? I'm not worried about that. That, that should be feasible. Yeah, that, that movie's been in development for like years now. Um, but that's yeah. the only thing that I can see moving it is yeah. right now is the special effects not finished. I, I find it more realistic that Warner Brothers will feel like they have to push back a film on their slate that will push Dune down rather yeah. than pushing it past Dune. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good point. But uh, I hope that doesn't happen. Yeah, but, me too. Um, cases are rising. We had yeah. this this year we had a interview with Mark Guggenheim that got published in oh, that. Oh. <laughs> on, on CBR from multi, from multiple things multiple times. Oh, that was like twenty seven articles, I think, or something. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. have them all listed in a Google Drive in our in our account. I, I found them all. Really cool seeing that seeing that our name on a website like CBR, but at the same time, it's like and they credit us every time. Thank goodness. Yeah, they did credit us, which was which, which felt which made us feel well, made me really feel good. Even though I wasn't part of the um, I wasn't part of the interview, but I was really happy for you guys because you guys sat down, you conducted it. Well, they didn't, like, they didn't. They didn't call Sparks and I by name. They said the Fichtner podcast. No, I, that's why I meant. Like they called our show. They called. Sure. They put our show on on in print on their website. But then the the more I kept looking down, it's like every single point of the interview they had like a little blurb well, about. I was like, slow news week. Yeah, I, I st- now uh, now that we've been uh, become a part of the the clickbait news cycle, I can easily see how one person just listens to a podcast. 15 articles right there. <laughs> My God, yeah. it's, awful. it's awful. Always with yeah. kind of misleading headlines. Yeah. And, you won't yeah, believe I, what he said about this character. I hate clickbait. Yeah. Oh, There's a here. couple of times where I felt so bad for Mark because he got he kept seeing all of them. And at first I was like, oh, hey, look, our article got picked up. It was a, it was a good article. It was a, part, it was a good part of the interview that they were like, this is what the original ending would have been, blah, blah, blah. And then it just kept coming and then kept getting more clickbait. I kept feeling so bad because Mark would see some of it and kind of try to correct some of it. 
yeah. because from people who who read the headline read nothing else right uh so it was kind of felt so bad i was like oh man i have anything good happen to us yeah sure uh, um, i uh, i we got to um weirdly get to interview michael berryman who is a horror icon actor yeah. because of mainframe comic-con so um even though it was weird that we had a interview kind of thrusted upon us it's it's fortunate that we knew who, that that we knew who he was. Sure, I that's my biggest fear. Like I never, I don't want to interview someone if I don't know them. That's disrespectful. I don't want to pretend to know your work. So when that happened, I, and they were like, "We have a special guest," and I'm like, "It's going to be someone I have no idea what they do." But luckily, it's a guy who like you recognize his face immediately if you watch horror movies. So it was so it was really cool to one be able to talk to him because I never would have been able to before. But two to see how incredible of a guy that, that he is. Sure. He is sweet and he is so uh very liberal but like that that doesn't matter like about that but like he cares about people on such a deep level and it's like just using his platform at his age to be a nice guy and just talk about the the the, the, the problems in the world like on a comic-con stage i'm like i i was really happy with that interview even though it interrupted our movie thing and we couldn't finish it i'm still happy yeah the, yeah, the mainframe comic-con was a was a fun thing they did it twice in a month shock yeah they, and I'm surprised they actually got the same number of guests, if not more, and bigger ones. Yeah. A month later, like they were still. I watched a couple of those interviews. Like it's it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was a really cool idea with everything going on during the pandemic and how shitty it has been that we've had to record separately. But you know, seeing like a lot of people kind of rally behind, find alternate alternative programming. You know, Comic Con is now bouncing on that this year. Comic Con will be digital. Yeah. Um, which I think is interesting, and then. Um, Doing the main from Comic Con because of all the comic panel, all the comic book uh, conventions have been canceled. So that was cool. That was really cool to see them do that, and it was really uh, exciting to be to be asked to be a part of it. Yeah, um, outside of our our specific podcast, the quarantine in a weird way has allowed for lots of um, like Zoom reunions between casts that like never would have happened before. Like there was a Lord of the Rings reunion. There was a community reunion. I've seen so many. Um, Josh Gad has his own YouTube channel where he makes all these things himself and like with a company. And he gets he gets the cast for Back to the Future back together. Um, that only could have happened with Zoom calls. Um, I guess sponsored by Zoom, the quarantine. Um, but like, uh, even though the quarantine has been pretty shitty, like the way that we everyone has been able to still come together because of technology, we live in the 21st century, uh, has been really cool and really neat. And I'm just I'm I am thankful that we're all we're still be able to talk to each other and be friends with everyone in in this in this crazy time that we live in. We can sure. still talk about nerdy shit um, pretty easy, and I'm yeah. I'm very thankful for that. And thankful um, for everyone here and in the chat. Yeah, absolutely. I agree, I agree wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly with that. Mm-hmm. Um, for I've been saying real quickly. I just thought of it. I've been saying you know asking a question for those of you listening to this afterwards, uh, or on the or on the the audio. Please send us a question. Do you want us to answer? And we'll answer it uh, to, on tomorrow's episode. It's our four-year um, anniversary all year. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, to, to, to be fair. But like tomorrow, you know, we're doing a proper episode. We'll talk about the news and the book club yeah. and things like, crap, I got to read the book club. Um, <laughs> well, um, yeah, luckily, it's short because I got to read the book. Luckily, I saw the movie last night, and I'm going to read the book club today. Me too. Um, anyway, <laughs> we'll talk about that tomorrow. I got some shit to say! Um... If there's anything else, if there's nothing else, you know, I, I, maybe we call it a day. I, I got. I was gonna stay with uh, all all you guys. Uh, we might have asked answered this before, but now that we have another year under the belt, uh, what 
just like first thing that comes to your mind, what is one of your favorite moments that we have done from the very beginning of the show up okay. until now? Because I have one right off the bat. And um, it was my interview with uh, Ben Lepley, the voice of Dudu from Fire Emblem Three Houses. I know it was, it was a one-on-one interview that we did, that I did with him a few months ago, but I feel like that was just so much fun and just to sit down and talk with him for an hour and a half, just talking about voice acting, talking about video games because he's also a gamer. And it was just so much fun. I ha- I loved doing that. And I think that's one of the reasons why I absolutely love doing the show is just for, for moments like that where all of us can get together and we just talk and just go on a rant for however long and just having a good time doing it. Like shows like this, this is what I come here to do. So that's that's so if, A, that's one of my favorite things. And also I just want to say thank you to my bros, all three of you. I love you guys. And I can't wait to keep doing this. So virtual group hug. Yeah, um, I know it's awkward. I'm sorry. Oh, I love it. Uh, Andrea Romano's interview. Yeah, yeah. What a yeah, that was that. I, I think that would be my. That would be I my favorite. Not being able to be part of that. Yeah, that was awful. Sorry, dog. But I'm glad you guys did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. It was we, a, I still, I still have the recording where she's just like, "Hi, Brandon." I'm like, "Oh." <laughs> <laughs> um, I really, I really like doing the impossible movie trivia challenges. Like, I know we talked about yeah. doing like the, like the the Comic Con one, but like, I mean, just like the first one we did. Like every time we do that, I like, just like it's so much fun because like I just never know what I'm getting into. And Mike is such a personality uh, that anytime he's around, I just uh, I'm always grateful to have him in my presence because he's just he's wild. Real, absolutely, real quickly, he you know he called me out on on Instagram. Yes, you did. Um, he called me out on Instagram about this thing I posted about kind of. Um, about something that could be construed as gatekeeping. I hadn't thought about it. And so, but he was like, you know, thank you for... Uh, oh, we're losing you. Part of, Brandon, you're cutting thank in you now. Ooh, I'm glitching a lot right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we lost most of what we still, we still good? Uh, start again. No, hold okay. on. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, What's happening? Okay, I think you're good now. You're good now. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. we can hear you. Go ahead. Hear you. Go ahead and speak now. Start over. Okay, well, I was just saying, you know, um, he was been, he, you know, he talked to me, he called me about, called me out on Instagram about something. And I didn't think about it the way he, he brought it to me. And so I, I was like, okay, uh, you're right. And he, but then the story, he said, um, thank you for letting me be part of the show. Thank you. Uh, congratulations on, on four years. And I go, dude, like, you're a joy. We love having you on the show. Uh, the episode that he is on, he, he brings such an energy and such a passion that is so, that is sometimes counter and also uh, com- complimentive of us, of our energy and our, and, and everything we bring to it. Um, so having him come in and then doing the trivia challenges is always so much fun. Um, those are often my favorite episodes. Yeah. And I like, I, I really like him because he is, kind of an outside perspective because we are we are also entrenched in nerd stuff and he's not right like when we talked about all the x-men movies uh and he had widely different opinions like i love i love those conversations with him because it's sometimes it's hard for me to remember that uh not everyone is like me and not everyone knows everything about the x-men and you don't need to know everything about the x-men and stuff like that so when he comes in from like an outsider regular person's perspective and brings some stuff that i don't think about i appreciate that too because he challenges some stuff that i say that i'm like I didn't think about that and I appreciate it. I like it. But you're yeah. talking about the X-Men. I'll tell you that. The X-Men are not bad guys. I, I do I do want to say, um, you know, a lot of our guests have been really great. Ken Knapsack, 
for example. You right. know, every time we get we get him on to talk about Star Wars, it's always such fun. Uh, Jen, Jen Ledstrom, the key thief. Yeah. Having her is always so much fun. Um, I, I we've been really lucky to have some pretty great guests. Not to yeah. mention our personal friends like Jeremy or Matt, Pi, Marty, and Sam, who have all joined. Who have all, us things. all been on the show? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, and you know Jeremy doing our, our music for us. Yes, I think uh, one of my favorite things of all time for the entire run of the Fake Nerd Podcast is getting together during the holidays every year and pulling one over on Ben. Oh yeah. <laughs> every year, yeah, that's pretty good. Every year, you guys get me. Tradition, baby. <laughs> um, okay, can I? I, can, I will how never, many? I'll never escape. How it, many I? things? How many of these, by the way, one of the best moments was during Mainframe Comic-Con when 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 Mike asked you, Ben, a Stephen King question without any provocation from any of us. <laughs> he knows. He and that knows. was great. And I just want to say, how many how many things so we do we get Ben every Christmas. Uh, uh and one of us, uh still not over last year's. Um and uh, looking at the big O all day. Anyway. Big O um, there's the there's the Stephen King, which has been his now his best friend. Um, there's we did all that, the there's books. one more, right? Did, like, was that the we, books one? We did okay. So the what? Fifty Shades what of Grey. Is, yes, we did the Hulk Gray lead yeah. up. There was the Power Line shirts. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and there's the the Halloween uh, the stuff? Halloween spooky Funko horrors. The, the horrors, the horrors. Yeah, you got the first yes. one. Was, yeah, first one was Power Line. Because my dumbass. That's what started Still. That's what started it all. Yeah. Still my crowning achievement. Still my crowning achievement. Yeah. Powerline started it all. And then it was the lead up to Hulk Gray, which where I got, which I still have picture Dorian Gray, by the way. I still have it. It's it's right behind It's right behind me. Where's 50 shares of Gray? I spent money on that, Ben. It's actually down here somewhere. Fanny has it. I spent 50 cents on it. It's fine. Yeah, uh, and of course, uh, last year, what do you guys got? I mean, Jack Torrance, Annabelle, and The Nun. They're right over there. I have them. They're, I, I will display them. I'm going to display them. But Good. I want The Nun right by where you sleep. <laughs> no. Nun's close enough. Nun's pretty damn I think no, the no, one no, I have... Ben, Ben, you don't need to put her there. She'll end up there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, many, how many times have... How many things do we, do we play with Ben with? So oh, there's the a Stephen, oh, there's the Stephen King oh, reference. Nostalgia's bitch. Nostalgia's yeah. bitch. Nostalgia's bitch came yeah, out because Plugs and gags. Oh god. And of course, and of course, his love of the giants. <laughs> Screw you. This is a good um, one. Uh, no, this happened totally off and away from the podcast, but we were all playing Battlefront one night, and uh, a friend of ours, Travis, started a. Uh, oh, Ben loves the Giants, right? Because Ben's headphones had cut out. So Ben's still playing with us and can hear us, but he can't talk anymore. So we no. all go on about how much Ben loves the Giants. Oh, oh, side note. Not only that, because the audio is coming out from my TV. Your talk is coming through my TV. Fanny is playing Animal Crossing when this is happening. So she's hearing everything. And laughing. It's good. Yeah, she was. So so good that went on first like i didn't start it a friend started it and i'm like man this is this great content i love just being able to talk about ben's magnanimous love of the san francisco giants team when he can't say anything about it not a damn thing. 
And it, it doesn't just go, it doesn't stop either. It just continues on. Like we were, we were playing Ewok Hunt. So they're like, oh yeah, who's Ben's favorite player for the Giants? Oh, I think it's Madison Bumgarner. Like they're just going on and on and on. And it was, it stopped for a bit. And then they pick back up. It stopped for I a was, bit. And it would pick I back up. I was so high. I was so high that I kept asking, wait, wait. I thought Ben's Ben's yeah, favorite kept, is the Giants. We sincere. <laughs> no, I was like, funny. it is the Giants, right? It's funny because Brandon always responds, so it's true. It's all no. true. <laughs> and the funny thing is that even for years, in like the almost ten years now since I've known Brandon, he still doesn't know who my favorite sports teams are. I have to constantly remind him who my favorite teams are. Brandon, and, but, it's behind him right now. Yeah. Of the Giants. There you go. There you go. That's that's it. Yep. Yeah, MAGA, uh, Animal Crossing represent. Yeah, you're right. I've oh, played yeah, it. Oh yeah. I've been trying to I've been so bad playing animal I've been playing other I, I've been playing other stuff. And Animal Crossing is really good. I I'm Ben's, that's Ben's, besides the point, but Ben is fun to get the goat of because Ben has the most impassioned reactions. It's true, all of it. Yeah. That's why it's so good. Is it like if it's pulling a holiday prank on him? If it's just bringing up how he's Stephen King's best friend and biggest fan, which is true. Uh, it's it's just that's it. That's it right there. That's <laughs> why it's so good. Just just hang uh, my head okay. in defeat. Just hang my head okay. in defeat and in sadness. For four years. No, um, not only that. <laughs> even okay, so. I have two stick like these two stickers on my little Dodgers thing. Those are the two stickers when the Dodgers went to the World Series, and I remember just keep getting so much crap from Sparks when I would show up to record a show while the World Series was going on, and I'm wearing all my Dodgers gear, and he would just give me so much shit. Buddy, if they didn't choke so much, I wouldn't do it. Okay. <laughs> All right. Let's At let's least, let's call uh, it. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Let's call it an anniversary. Uh, before we leave, uh, it is very important that we say thank you to everyone who's been involved with the show. Everyone who's been on the show. Mm -hmm. uh, so I I hope I have remembered your name. If not, hopefully you guys will correct me. Uh, but I want to just thank Jen Ludstrom, uh, the Key Thief, uh, Ken Knapsack. Uh, Chris Swindle, Mark Guggenheim, Mike Batola, Downright Nerdy, Riley and Michael, both of you guys. Um, everyone involved with Downright Annoyed with movies. Uh, Just a little podcast. Um, what's P, P Dubs? What's P Dubs? Yeah. Um, Jeremy Bellucci for all of our, our, our music, even coming on to the Last Jedi episode. Didn't come on for, and the Rise of Skywalker yep. episode. We're all here. <laughs> Matt Ferrante uh, and Marty and Sam, of course. I've been on a couple episodes. Um, hopefully I didn't forget anybody. I mean, obviously we've had the likes of Andrea Romano um, and others. Uh, ben Lefley. Yeah, but, but these were all from this past year. So thank you. Hopefully uh, everyone there can, hopefully all of you can come on the next year for our fifth anniversary. Um, we're going to talk about our fifth anniversary. 
And uh, thank you, Mag. Mag says, okay. have a good day on your anniversary and future Thanks, podcast. Brother. Thanks, Thanks for being... brother. Hopefully we'll see you again at uh, the next LA Comic Con because he actually did come up and say hi. I um, he We went to school together. We went to school with him. Brandon. Nice. He, yeah, he went, went to see oh. some with him back in the day. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, he's been, um, he's been following us. I feel like since the either the at the very beginning or close to the beginning. So thank you, thank you very thank much. You for your, thank you, thank you, thank for you support, to, brother. Thank you to everyone who follows us, especially and watches us on YouTube and things like that. Uh, special thanks to my partner Megan for suggesting the way we handled today's anniversary episode with fun facts about us. Uh, that was entirely her idea. Uh, all credit to her. Special yeah. thanks to Megan for dealing with us taking up all the room all the time too. That's true. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Special, yeah. Special thanks to special thanks to my girlfriend Fanny, who who puts up with my ass when I do stuff like this. Fanny has been the long game trooper. Fanny and Megan have been the long game troopers since the show started. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, yeah, but the, but uh, definitely thank you to everyone who's been watching us. Um, the show continues to move on. Um, so next, so tomorrow actually, uh, our general Sunday episode, episode one ninety five. We are going to be talking about Artemis Fowl. Artemis Fowl. Uh, which Ben and I have seen. And we are after that, we are going to continue our journey uh, through the... <laughs> uh, ben and I are going to continue our journey through the... D ben and I. All of us are going to continue our show's journey through the DC animated movie universe. We've already done the first six films. Uh, so the week... So next week, after our most follow-up episode, we are going to be touching on Justice League vs. Teen Titans, Justice League Dark, and Teen Titans, The Judas Contract uh, for the next three. And then we'll continue up until our 200th episode. Road to 200, guys. Um, okay, I just, I, I'm going to get sappy here. I don't care. I just got to say, go Brandon, when you and I started this back in 2016, I never thought we would be where we are now. Not only having Ryan and Sparks join us and, and being part of the glue that holds the show together, I, I just have to say how proud I am of all of us for doing this, for for continuing on, for soldiering on, and how thankful I am for all you guys and for everyone watching and listening. God, it, it just it just makes me feel it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And and I yeah just just thank just thank you to Brandon Ryan Sparks thank you to the listeners just thanks for listening to us liking what we have to say talking to us it just god four years ago when we started this in my spare bedroom at my old house i didn't think it was gonna if you told me four years ago we were gonna lead up to this like we would have uh, more friends that we would have other podcasts and interview andrea romano and a multitude of other voice actors i would not have believed you so yeah. just good That's lord true. thank you for everyone and yeah okay i'm yeah, done being uh, happy now no, i I, I think uh, I think you put it really succinctly. Definitely, thank you to everyone. This has been been quite a ride. Thank you to you guys. Like I mean, Ryan Ryan is a uh, Ryan jokes about this being your longest commitment. Um, it, it is the longest commitment. <laughs> I, am I the only one who feels like the third year anniversary was like a month ago or four months ago? It doesn't feel like it's been a year. Time. No. How long have my nose ring? Time is. I don't know time ever. Yeah. Ryan, years. I haven't. Seen I haven't seen you in so long. I forgot. Do you still have it? Are you still wearing it? I can't see Roy. Do you see? Yeah, I'm okay, good. Ryan is good. not there. No, but I, 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 I wholeheartedly echo what Ben said. Like the, the fact that I've been able to do this week after week, especially now, this is the only thing keeping me sane right now. Because uh, locked in my, locked in my, uh, in my house, uh, if I didn't have this, 
who knows who knows um but thank you again um we have a lot of cool stuff on this youtube page uh we have base arcade we have fake nerds watch and soon the fake nerd book club there are other things we want to touch on i still want to expand vision about nothing uh new blog posts coming up soon um hopefully i can figure out how to video edit or find someone who can video edit on their spare time maybe sparks if he has free time but i don't think you do it's it's honestly uh you know what it honestly depends on how fast it goes once i have a new computer up and running mm -hmm. uh that would that would change things um so it's possible we are uh as but far as uh happen yeah um but you know there's other shows we've been talking about for years cartoon corner sparks uh Digital long box for you, for uh, Ryan and Ben. Like, yeah. You know, maybe, no, I'm just saying. You know, we've been talking. We talk about we talk about doing other shows all the time. So yeah. I just want, and I, I'm only saying it not to be like, hey, we're we're doing these shows, but to say like, you know, we're constantly looking for new things to do, constantly looking for new shows, new content for you guys and for us. Because um, again, this has to be fun for us first. Um, so. We are, you will have no shortage of content coming to you in the coming years, whether that be the shows I just listed or a different show that we haven't even come up with yet. Um, we will have we have plenty of content for you guys to enjoy, so make sure to like and subscribe. Um, There's a lot of fun stuff coming down the pipeline uh, for you guys, for us, and we'd appreciate it if you kept on this journey with us. Yay! Um, okay. So that'll do it. Make sure to like and subscribe. Like this video. Subscribe to our channel. Like I said, call out of cool stuff. Check our basement arcade where we're doing Mortal Kombat 9. Check out Fake Nerds Watch, which we're, we just finished. Clone Wars. And maybe we'll do another one. I think we were talking about it before. But we will see uh, how that goes. And uh, if you're listening to us on iTunes or anywhere else in an audio form, make sure to subscribe there. Uh, make sure to... Sparks, you want to say something? Five yeah, Fake Nerds Watch will finish Dark Crystal before the five-year anniversary. Okay. Um, exactly one year, plenty of time. Plenty of time. Oh, yeah. Plenty of time. Um, Sparks, uh, you and I, we've talked about getting miscellaneous back for season two. Yeah. Do it. So, so definitely, like, that is something, like I said, uh, we are all, we have always got our eyes on so much stuff. And so, uh, definitely more content is coming. And hopefully, we get miscellaneous back because I do want to continue with that. I've got two articles written already. So, you know. Good. Cool stuff. Um, okay, guys, check us out on fakenerdpodcast.com. Uh, we have a we have a um, Funko affiliate link in the description. Uh, you can use promo code SHOP10 for 10% off your purchase. We have a TeePublic um, where we have a lot of cool shirts designed by Jen, designed by Mike, designed by Pi. Um, a lot of cool stuff there. Patreon, we have got two tiers, one joke tier that I will honor if anybody gives a shit. And <laughs> our regular tier, our $5 tier, where you just get everything. Everything for $5. But if you subscribe to our $25 tier, you get a ship in a bottle. Mm -hmm. um, it's still there. It's going to happen one day. All those links are in the description below, or you can find them all on fakenerdpodcast.com. Uh, find us on iTunes, on Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Rate and review wherever you get us. And for the third, for the fourth year in a row, stay fake friends. <laughs>